Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Dead Puck Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm here with Dylan and Nick. Uh, today we're going to start on our predictions for the 2021-2022 season. Because right around the corner, already played two preseason games. Um, I'm really excited for this season. It feels like in a blink of an eye, it's been, you know, the, the summer's gone and we're back to talking about hockey. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan, I'm looking do you forward start? to a normal season. Like no, yeah. no COVID stuff. Back to well, still COVID stuff, but there's just not going to be. Um... Yeah. But I mean like, you know, regular divisions and like, um, you know, two games. It kind of feels like back to 2019. Like 82 games for the Leafs to actually being able to travel and not just play Canadian teams. Yeah, fans at the Canadian games, stuff like that. I I talked to talked to my fiance about it the other day. I was like, I didn't realize how boring playing Canadian teams was until the first preseason game this year. And I'm like, wow, this is bad. I don't want to watch anymore. Can't like. Toronto versus I'm Montreal. I'm so sick for of watching times. Canadian games. <laughs> I thought I'd never get, I'd never say that. But I'd like to see the Leafs play the Sharks or something like that. Something random. Like Arizona. I don't know. But yeah, we'll start with the, uh, I have to remember what the names of the divisions are. Um, start with the Metropolitan because I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to leave like Atlantic and uh, Pacific to the end. Um, sure. Metropolitan has the Hurricanes, Blackhawks, Devils, Islanders, no, Rangers. Does not have the Blackhawks. Flyers. They do not have the Blackhawks. I don't know why. It's Blue Jackets. Sorry, I don't even know why I said Blackhawks. I was um, gonna gonna say Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals. Sorry, guys. Rusty. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's already one kind of team that I'm already thinking that's gonna start season off just like how they did last year i think the the only yeah the islanders to me seem like the only team that is kind of the runaway in that division one hurt 100 no don't 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 you say the hurricanes do not like the blackhawks because they don't play in it no just don't (laughs) say the hurricane is like i really hate hearing people say that the hurricanes really didn't get that much worse but they kind of did they absolutely they lost. Yeah. They've lost their they lost an arguable top ten defenseman in the league and replaced him with someone who is not. I'm not gonna mention any names, but uh yeah. Uh, you, you can mention the name. Honestly, I don't even remember the guy's name. Oh yeah, Tony D'Angelo, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was gonna say Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah, they replaced him with someone who is not a top ten defenseman, not even close. Um they, yeah, they they're banking on Freddie Anderson not being hurt, which I would not bank on if I was an NHL GM. But that's why I'm not an NHL GM apparently. Uh, I just like I, like they still have their core players besides Dougie Hamilton, but I just and they also lost Jake Bean too. Like I just remembered that. Holy crap! For a yeah. second, yeah, second like, round pick. Yeah, for a second. Like, I just don't see them being, like, up there with the Islanders. Like, I can see them being, like, maybe third or fourth. Maybe second if teams like the Rangers, Penguins, Capitals don't 
have as good a season as we think they will. But I just don't see the Hurricanes being a lock as much as they were last year. And I did get cocky in Yemi, but he's going to be playing on second or third line, right? I don't know. He can't really replace. Um, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't really <laughs> like, replace him. If, if you wanted to replace him anyways, but. Yeah, um, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, they, I they did also funny. lose Martin Nikas and yeah. Morgan Geeky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think so. Like, they're a team, I think, that was, like, right on the cusp. Like, I think they're only a year or two away from contention, and I think this offseason just set them back, like, I don't know, maybe another two years. It's okay. I mean, you're not the only team to get fleeced by uh, Stevie Y, so. Well, it just seems like some bizarre moves. Like, I know it's been talked about to death, but, like, they, they didn't want to pay Dougie, which, sure, that's fine. Whatever you have to do, but then to give Kakaniemi six million, yeah, is like well, that's that's what they offered Dougie Hamilton. They offered him like six point yeah. three. I mean, and then you could have like just throwing you know, another two at Adam at that six, and he might actually have taken it. Been close, yeah. been closer. Yeah, the money the money that you gave to D'Angelo plus um, Kakaniemi, and maybe okay, a little Dougie. a little bit more, you probably could have had Dougie. Oh, and then you know, not sign Frederick Anderson to what was it like three point, like three and a half or something like that. Well, thought, yeah, if they had re-signed Mrazek and kept Nadelkovic, like I don't know, yeah, it just seems like a really bizarre off season. Like yeah, Nadelkovic almost every move. Nadelkovic didn't even sign for that much, didn't he? Sign for like two point five or three million. I remember hearing. I think it was on a spit and chicklets. It was like they offered him like one point seven five. Carolina did. And he's like, no, I don't. I'm more worth than that, right? I'm sorry. Um, Freddie Anderson signed for four and a half. Yeah, like that's that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, yeah. So it seems like they they like planted their feet and they were firm to these free agents that they had. But then when the <clears throat> you know obviously they didn't sign for for what Caroline wanted to do, but then they were willing to like overpay these other guys in, in free agency. It just seems like an odd series of moves that didn't push the team forward. It just kind of, if anything... Flat-footed. Yeah, if anything, they're maybe, a, maybe the same, but I think... I don't, I don't know. I think you have to improve, and I don't think they improved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Nadelkovic signed two years, $3 million AAV. So... A million and a half less than Freddie Anderson, which is ridiculous. Hmm. I'd rather also... have I'd rather have Nadelkovic at four and a half. Oh, hundred percent. So, like, it just seems like why wouldn't you want to pay? Why would you be willing to pay that guy but not your own guy? Well, plus they could have done like a longer term deal rather than just a two year deal. They could have done like a five year, four and a half million dollar deal, and it would have been perfectly fine. And people wouldn't be like. Oh, why are you signing him to that instead of signing Freddie Anderson to four and a half? Everyone's like, "Why the hell are you signing that?" And then you like they they traded Delvich, right? What did they get back for him? I think they got like a third pick or something. A third, yeah, round. like yeah, third. Like that's that's ridiculous. Third round picks very rarely turn out to be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll. I think I have the Islanders first. 
Yep, uh, 100%. I mean, they're just <laughs> the team is so defensively strong. Um, they just signed Chara. Yeah, and they got Chara. Yeah, they got so Chara like, and they got Parise now. too. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, I, I think it was Spit and Chickas too. They just creep in those little deals that he, like Lou doesn't have to tell anybody anything about the deals that he's already made. They just have to wait until, um, you know, like, like the new, like Elliot finds out or something like that. And then they're like, oh yeah, Parise has been signed for like four months, but we just don't know about it until September <laughs> 15th. Yeah. And Casey Zizekas and the rest of them, right? So, yeah, man, that that team's just so good. And I remember I watched the very recent Steve Dangle trade tree for when it was uh, Perron from Edmonton to Pittsburgh. And um, I'm pretty sure Edmonton traded the first round pick that they got from uh, the Penguins because that was the draft with McDavid. And the and they traded that first round pick to the Islanders, and that pick turned out to be Matt Barzell. So imagine, I was like, imagine if the Oilers had Barzell and yeah. David out of that draft. That would have been insane. They traded that for Griffin Reinhardt. Yeah, they traded mm. for and and he got picked by Vegas in the expansion draft. So they lost him for nothing. Like that was that I just it's that okay. was just ridiculous. I thought that I was watching that and that reminded me of that. I was like, holy crap! I could not I could not even believe that. I understand why they, I see the similarities between uh, the Leafs and the Oilers a lot <laughs> more recently. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just different management styles, right? Where they just, they're like, oh, I want this player now. And you don't realize that coming down the line, there could be an absolute stud waiting in the, in the wings. Yeah. True. Not to like um, go too off topic, but that trade. Like it's one of the worst trades that doesn't get talked about enough, I think, because I didn't um, even know about that until I watched the video. Yeah, the Oilers wanted Griffin Reinhardt because their head scout at the time. Um he's like he was like really high on him, but he hadn't watched him play since like junior. (laughs) (laughs) Which was like two or three years prior. I'm like (laughs) That was like when uh I think it was Brian Burke's story with Morgan Riley, right? Where um, I think you only ended up watching him play five games. He would have to go visit, not because uh, he played Moose Jaw, right? I believe. And you're not allowed, like, he would never go to Moose Jaw because it's way too cold and it's a waste of time. So he'd always go see them play in like Kelowna or somewhere else. And they showed how good Morgan Riley was. And he's like, okay, we're drafting this guy, even after five games. <laughs> Junior. I think they so. said. That they were, he was top of their draft list because Yakupov was just a disaster. And I guess they didn't see anything in Murray. <laughs> I guess not. Or Galch. <laughs> it's okay. We got him back, anyways. <laughs> Closer to the so, end. So, uh, third in that division, I think I'd put the Capitals. Like, they're still, the Capitals are still good. They're maybe not quite as elite as maybe they were like five. Four or five years ago, but um, yeah, like I don't even know. I just don't think the other teams are like the, the Penguins are. I think are going to struggle this year without Gino and Sid for a little yeah. while. Yeah, Malkin's out at least two months to begin the season. I think Crosby's going to miss like three weeks, or is it a month? I don't remember what it was. I think when he got the surgery, they said he'd miss six weeks. So yeah, whatever time. that works out to be. It's a really long time. 
Honestly, um, I think I think the Metropolitan Division is like the most wide open besides the Islanders. Because like yeah. the hur- the Hurricanes are there, the Capitals are there, the Flyers could bounce back. The, the Rangers are the Rangers got so much better this offseason. And then yeah, the Devils, and then like there's the Blue Jackets that are obviously gonna be last place unless one of the teams like implode. And then like are the Penguins gonna be as good without uh Crosby and Malkin to begin the season? There's just so many question marks in that division. It's it's hilarious. Outside of the Islanders and Blue Jackets, obviously. But the other six teams, like it could literally be any one of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know the I, De- the Devils can maybe take that next step this year. Exactly. They got Dougie Hamilton, they got uh, They had a really good offseason, so Oh uh, who was the defenseman they got from? Oh yeah, Ryan Graves. It was him too. Yeah. Like geez. And then you can finally have like Jack Hughes, Keisher. Like everybody kinda helped. like Keisher got hurt last year and he wasn't the same. No. Yeah. Um but I feel like they could probably take another step this year and try and make the playoffs. I remember uh, Jack Hughes saying that he wants to play meaningful games this year, regardless if they are playoffs or just that they're you know close to oh. actually getting in the playoffs. Oh, don't even get me started on Jack Hughes. He's an absolute <laughs> idiot. Did you oh, see his comments awesome. that he made about Quinn Hughes? <laughs> oh, oh, well, when you play on one of the worst teams, bro, your team finished below the Canucks. You can just like shut, shut your mouth, okay? I th- he just I wants his brother to play with him too. He has a brother already. Oh, he wants the other one too. I don't care. All it's like at one point, at one point, they will all play together. I really hope point. not. They'll do what the stalls never got to do. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, but nobody. Would you say any one of them is as good as Eric right now? I think he's gonna go back to Minnesota. Probably. I, I kind of hope he does. But I can't believe the Metropolitan. So we have the Islanders, Hurricanes, two or three. And Dylan has the Capitals. Who would you put fourth yeah. as like a sleeper team in there? The Rangers, the end, I guess. Rangers. Rangers, unless the Flyers have a big jump from last year i just don't see the carter Hart has to bounce back for the flyers to be oh oh 100 because be otherwise they're relying on martin jones and unless martin jones bounces back then mm. from what and their defense like they made those trades for ryan ellis and whatnot but I'm like, I don't Rastos, know if the defense is really. Yeah, they got yeah. Ristolainen too. But I'm, I'm like, I don't know if the defense is really any better after those moves. Maybe a little so I bit. Go back, I just want to go back for a sec with Martin Jones. You know, getting back to whatever Martin Jones is. Like, has he ever been really good, or is he just? I mean, Martin Jones I would, caliber. I would I wouldn't say, say he's was, ever been bad, but like he was like a he was above average when he was with the Sharks when they like had their like cup runs, if you want to call them that. Yeah, when they were actually like in the above playoffs. average for the Sharks, like above average in that case. Yeah. Like other than that, like on any other team in like the Eastern Conference, he's not going to be able to do it. Like Brian like he wasn't, wasn't able to do it. But... Like until like, like three years ago, his numbers were still like league yeah. average. Like I wouldn't say he was like Evgeny Nabokov level, but he was. Well, no he was. He's okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go back to uh, defense. 
But yeah, I just uh, I guess I, I'm a little skeptical of the defense. I'd have to wait and see how how it plays out. Like, there's a lot of questions about Risto and if he was actually, um, I mean, about if he team. was even good. But he's on a different team now, so who knows? I think Ryan Ellis is a good defenseman, but um, I don't know if he's good enough to push the. Like the Flyers are aging, right? Like Giroux is is getting up there. We discussed this last time. He was like thirty six. Yeah, and they moved on from Voracek. So, like, we'll see if Atkinson does well. Nice. And, and they traded Nolan Patrick away too. Yeah, but I think ultimately for the Flyers, it it, it rides on Carter Hart. It definitely goaltending defense for sure. Yeah, I think my top four is going to be Islanders, Hurricanes, Rangers, Devils. What? You're nuts. I think the Rangers will be okay. I was hoping. I think the Rangers are going to be really good. I think they were going to be good last year, but they disappointed. But I mean, I don't. I don't don't like them trading Buchnevich. No. 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 I mean, it's not good, but they have a lot of young players. You got a Norris defenseman, Panarin. You got Reeves now. Well, oh yeah, he's already showing guys how to fight. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that too. Jesus, um, Barkley Goudreau. Like Le- I'd like to see Lafreniere like break out and be. Yeah. Like, I think. Kind of hoping on. I think he will. To be honest. Same with Kako. And I think Keanu if those young guys can, yeah, if those young guys can all like bust out this year, then. Um, that team's only a couple years away from contention. It's not like they like they have really good goaltending. Shosturkin's good. Gorgiev. Or Gorgiev. 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 Yeah. Um, is good as well as a backup. Um, defense, other than Fox. Yeah, they're, they're okay. Okay. Yeah, they got Lindgren and Truba. And then you mentioned oh, yeah. Keandre Miller. Well, I feel like they could, they tried last year and they were actually getting really close to get getting into the playoffs they just couldn't you know string the games along to make it um i think with a longer season they might actually have a better chance of the devils you never really know about the devils no yeah i think the devils no, i just want to see them i just want to see them i'm do kind good. of rooting for the devils like i kind of want to see them sneak into the the last wild card spot hmm. it should be interesting um nick what's your top four I'll play it Bas- safe. Well, it's basically the same as Dylan's. It's Islanders, Hurricanes, Capitals, and then Rangers at four. And then I have like the Flyers and Devils at five and six, like basically neck and neck with the Rangers fighting. Like I could see them being like all three teams within four points of each other at the end of the season, for sure. I don't want to. Sh- I don't want to shut down the Penguins, but they. I just that's, that's I another team that's aging. At- I don't see them coming it's back from not having arguably their. There are well, definitely their best player, Crosby, for at least at least six weeks, and then like when, Jeff Carter's when, their number one center right now, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's six-year-old Jeff. That's Carter. that's very scary and not in a good way. And then of course their goaltending, like their goaltending, is pretty horrible last year with Jari. Yeah, Jari and yeah. Smith. 
I just I don't know. There's nothing outside of Crosby and um, but that's the thing, right? It's Crosby. Like you can change a franchise. Yeah, but missing the missing the first six weeks. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. But and then, like, how good is he gonna be coming back? Like, is he gonna be the norm, his normal self, like right away, or is it gonna take a couple weeks for him to get back to his like normal top ten player in the world days? You know. Outside. I'm just being. I'm just saying, top ten to be not crazy. Okay. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Penguins this year kind of bottom out. Get a good draft pick, and then next year they're. And like, the next year they're just amazing. Kind of, they're kind of right back into the thick of it. Yeah, they make a couple. It, it, it's Shane Wright this year, right? Yeah. Is it? Uh... Yeah, it's Shane Wright. Yeah. Okay. See, wouldn't that it's be fun? Like, yeah, yeah but they're year. not. They're not going to be that low. Like they're not going to be bottom three. No way. There's too many. There's too many absolutely horrible teams that are going to be. T- that are going to be bottom three anyway. There's only one really horrible team, but. Well, there's two. There's two. I would think. The There's definitely there. two coyotes yeah. and sabers. When, oh, I, when I think of Arizona, no, no, but when I think of Arizona, I don't think of it on the ice. I think of it more management. Yep, on the ice, they have literally every single bad contract in the NHL. Yeah, but that's what they've been doing since their existence. Can you imagine if they do all this and then, like, say, say, like within the next ten years, they never make like a Cup final? That would be that would be really bad. Speaking of coyotes, do you guys want to jump to the central? Yes. Sure. This one's. I think this one also is like the Metropolitan. This one has a lot of question marks, and then like two or three teams that you just know are going to be like in the in like uh, certain positions. Like I think we all have the Avalanche number one. Yeah. I'm just just going to run the teams down uh, quickly. Uh, So it's the Coyotes move to the central. Yep. uh, Because of the Kraken move to the Pacific. Uh, Blackhawks. There you go. Right division this time. Avalanche, Stars, Wild, Predators, and Jets. Yeah. So, yeah. Avalanche. I don't think anybody's touching the Avalanche. No. Not even close. I think they're going to win the division by at least like 25. Is there a gold? They got Kemper. Yeah, Kemper. Oh, okay. I thought they got like, uh, I know that since what's his name left? Um, Drew Barry. Drew Barry, yeah. I was like, and they got Franzos. Okay. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a backup. Yeah. No, no, I was just thinking who the other the other goalie was. I think if the Avalanche make it to the playoffs, which they most likely will, Nazem Kadri doesn't snap out of it, <laughs> screw them over again. <laughs> he might not play again in the NHL. I'm dead serious. What? <laughs> I, I forget. What did he do again? Give me a quick reminder. It's a it was a head of eight games. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got eight games, right? Which he deserved every single game. Oh, definitely. So meaningful. Maybe he, maybe he goes like the Brad Marchand route, where now he turns into like a a top ten scorer in the NHL. Uh, <laughs> we said that once he left Toronto in the trade. Yeah, he needed one season to like acclimate. What do you mean? <laughs> and then, Jeez. I guess. Okay. Or two seasons. Well, we, or, okay. and, or eight seasons, whatever. However many seasons he needs to not be an asshole. Like, okay, then, so I think, okay, you two Maple Leaf people, calm down. 
I'm just saying, because like if he was a big factor in them not making it to the finals or to the. Uh, okay, we all know you. Have a, we all know you don't like Nazem Kadri, and you think he's a donkey. But... I do. No, I, I do like Nazem Kadri. <laughs> I just want him to stop being a donkey. Like you just. <laughs> <laughs> He can take all the suspensions in the regular season. Do that. Just don't do it in the playoffs. <laughs> anyway, we all know the Avalanche are going to be number one. I think that's pretty obvious. I th- I, me personally, I think they're going to win the division by at least like 25 points. I think. Yeah, I could see them putting up like a 50-something win, 120-point oh, 100... season. Like... Definitely. Yeah. Like... I just want to say one last thing about that. I don't see freaking Wilson taking suspensions in the playoffs, do you? Not really. He did. He took one, yeah, he got one game. Yeah, when Honestly. he had when so, he headshot Mott in the bubble playoffs. You don't see him taking, you know, runs at people like that, like in the middle of the ice where the refs can obviously see. He goes to the boards and absolutely drives the guy's head into the wall. But, oh yeah, because he's a he's a smart donkey. He's not a dumb yeah. donkey. He's a smart ass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think another one we can just say right off the bat: Coyotes are going to be last. They're going to be eighth, definitely. Unless but they're like, going to look good doing it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder I'm if so Louis. I wonder if Louis Erickson's going to score his first goal with the Coyotes on his own net, like he did with Vancouver. Um, <clears throat> I I just think after like the Avalanche being one and the Coyotes being eight, other than like the Jets, I think it's a pretty wide open pool. Because like there's some there's so many question marks with these teams like how re- how good are the Blackhawks really gonna be with like Flurry and then they brought in Jones like how good are they actually gonna be and then like with the Wild are they gonna be as good as they were last year? I think I think the Wild are gonna be as good as last year. I have them three in my yeah I was gonna ranking. say two I was gonna say two possibly but I, I have the, I don't I have I have the Jets at two. Yeah, I would put the Jets at two as well. I I just think the yeah. Jets like the, what do they even do? Like they like they got Schmidt, they traded away or no? They didn't, did they trade Brandon away? Dillon. They yeah. got Brendan Dillon. Yeah. yeah, they got yeah they got Brendan Dillon. So like their defense is better than last year, I would say for sure. Um, what I've been looking for that for like five years. Yeah, really. Everybody left. <laughs> um. But yeah, they, like they have arguably the second best goal in the NHL right now. I think we can all say Vasilevsky's number one. Um, it's it it's just it, I think it, with the Jets, it really depends on how on how their forwards do. Like I think their defense is gonna be solid and their goal thing is gonna be solid, but it's just depending on how many goals they're gonna put up a game. Like is Ehlers gonna be super good? Is Kyle Connor gonna take a jump? And like is Blake Wheeler still gonna be good at his age? And will Shifley bounce back from his suspension? His first game that he can't play? Yeah, exactly. I just, like, I could see Minnesota maybe getting two if the Jets aren't as good. But I I just see, I don't see the Jets being anywhere lower than two. Or maybe maybe three. Who do you think is going to sneak into the fourth spot then? Blues. Stars or Blues? Blues. I don't don't, don't think the Stars are going to rebound? I say the Blackhawks. No. Oh, okay. I I have the Blackhawks fifth, and then the Stars six. I think that's the same thing as the uh, the Metropolitan. Like a healthy yeah, Jamie Ben. I mean, a healthy Jamie Ben, a healthy Tyler Sagan. Uh, Jason Robertson coming off a very good Calder run, and also Rupe Hintz coming off his breakout uh, year. Yeah. I have that guy on my fantasy team. I hope he does well. We have uh, Ben Bishop wants to. I think they want Ben Bishop to try and play this year. Yeah. If not, then that's it. 
I just think there's too many question marks in Dallas. Exactly. That's that's Ben Bishop. I think you could say he's washed. Like he probably might not play this year. I don't think he played at all last year. Did not. No. Tyler Sagan didn't really play last year, and who knows? It was his first game back. He scored a goal. I mean, damn. uh, I think Jamie Ben. Like I don't know. Like I think I don't think he's the same player he was. Um. Like when he won, when he won the Art Ross. Oh, don't even get me started on Brent Holtby. Have fun with him, Dallas. I don't think Holtby is. <laughs> I don't know if he's any better than Hugh Dobin. So. Nah, not really. And I, I they're just they're so old the stars. Like they signed Suter. Suter's good, yeah. but like. Like their young guys are really good. Like Rupe Hintz and Jason Robertson, yeah. right? Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Jason. Um, yeah, and then and then they have uh what's his what's his name? Uh the guy who scored against Colorado in the playoffs. Um Kiviranta. Kiviranta, yeah. Like him. How good's he gonna be? Like I I definitely agree with Dylan where it's like they have a a bunch of question marks. They also have Dennis Gurianov, and that guy like lit it up two years ago. Oh yeah, Gurianov. But he's he didn't really I think he was hurt last year. Majority of Dallas. Dallas also had a really tough time with COVID last year and their schedule. Well, That's I think I definitely think so, everything with Dallas depends on health and if like the yeah. if the well goaltending, yeah. If the goaltending can number one stay healthy, number two can actually play well, like with Hudobin and uh, Holby, and then if Ben Bishop plays, how well will he play? I, I just think yeah. there's I just think there's way too many question marks on that team to put them in a playoff spot. I think they'll be there, like maybe six or eight points out of the playoffs, but I don't think it'll be like neck and neck with like the Blackhawks and the Blues for fourth and fifth. Okay. What do you, what do you see in the Blues that um that they can get to the fourth spot? Like, what do you see? Well, they're not they're, like they're really not far out of that playoff, the cup run that they had in what was it, 2018 or 19? 18? 19, yeah. They won in 18. Yeah. So they like they're not like, yeah, I still do not like their goaltending. I still do not like Bennington at all. Um, I just think I just don't see the Blackhawks being better than the Blues just because they. Two have a lot of question marks, like with Jones and Flurry. Like how how good? Like we all know Flurry just won the Vesna last year, but I don't necessarily think he should have won it. But I'm happy he did. Like it was like when we talked about it when we did our predictions for the awards. Like we all like you guys picked Flurry not because you thought he was the best goalie, but because you wanted him. <laughs> no, to we win. did. Yeah, exactly. I picked Vasilevsky because he should have won it. He should have won the Vezina the last two years, more so last year than when um, when Hellebuck won it before uh, Flurry won it last year. But like, how good is Flurry going to do in Chicago with their their defense? Is really not that great. Like, yes, they have Seth Jones, and they he's still not that good. He's still not worth nine and a half or nine million dollars. He's not even worth like uh-huh. he's not even worth he's not even worth like six. He's not worth what Darlene got. Yeah. And like I think their four group is amazing. Like they're they're gonna get they're hopefully gonna get Taves back. That's what I like about them. I think their forward group is maybe obviously not as deep as the Avs or even the Jets, but I think it it's I don't know, maybe it's up there with the Jets as the second best uh, 
offense in that division. That. Especially if they can get Taves to bounce back, they still have Kane and Debrinkat, who like... And, and also Kirby Doc as well. Pair. Yeah, and, and, Dominic Doc, and they and got Kubelik. Tyler Johnson. I think oh, Tyler... Wow. Okay, no, 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 no. no. You... I, I think Tyler Johnson will actually have a really good season with Chicago, and even though he has... Even though he has a big contract and people say he's overpaid, I think he'll actually have a really good uh, season in with Chicago. And that's my favorite yeah. thing is that he's overpaid, but he's still won two cups. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, he's matter. got the experience. He's and, the real one that's um, laughing. Dylan Strom yeah. had 50 something points like just a couple of years ago. He struggled last year, but Ooh. I mean, who knows There's if he bounces back? That's another guy in Chicago that. I mean, on that offense. I think right now he's playing like fourth line, but he's a guy who could. I mean, if he proves the bounce back, he could easily slide up to the second line. Oh, I actually forgot about this. Like with with like the Blues. Like, what's the whole thing gonna happen with Tarasenko? Like, is he gonna get traded, or is he actually gonna play for them? I think I read something the other day saying that he's gonna play and he's not gonna have it like affect the way he plays. I'm not even gonna be thinking about it now. He's just gonna just play the game and. Well, if he think about it, well, he better play good because then, if he wants to get traded, if he plays good, then he's gonna have a high, like a high trade value. The Blues just picked up Logan Brown too, who could be. Um, that's what. That's what I forgot about that. And they and didn't they sign? Uh, oh, they're really good forward. Tyler Bozak. No, we're not. They got Tyler they got Todd. Inside. Yeah. Uh, they signed Colton Pareko this year as well. Uh, no, they like just recently signed somebody. I don't. I could. I can't remember who it is. You have James Neal in a PTO. Yeah, he had a hat trick the other day. <laughs> <laughs> real I deal. Think, I Still think the Blues will... James the real Neal. James the real deal. Like, looking Neal. at the Blues roster, I think. Like, it's still a really good team, like you mentioned, but there's some, like, like when I think about them, there's almost, like, this, like, dark cloud over them where I'm like, eh. Oh, and, the, well, like, they got Bucinavich, too. Up, yeah, David Brown doesn't show up to the playoffs. Same with James Neal. Well, they they also got the uh, James Neal too. doesn't show up after the first 20 games of the season. <laughs> I think I think Bucinavich could actually be pretty good with, with the Blues. Oh wait, Robert Thomas. That's who it was. Robert Thomas signed. Okay. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I think our our top four is pretty. Except for the fourth spot, I think it's pretty much the same. I I honestly just think the Blues and Blackhawks. It's a coin toss, to be honest. Like I could see it going either way. I just think the Blues are going to make it over the Blackhawks. And then, like obviously, the Predators. I think the Predators are going to be seventh. Behind the stars, I, I don't even know who's on their team anymore. I like Ryan Ellis like, was one of the only guys well, like, I actually really knew. The, the team. Uh, Philip Forsberg, he, he's, he wants to leave. Like they want to shop him, but they already. Of course, he does. Um, but again, and they, they have aging they have, team that we don't know. Well, they have they have UC Saros as well. Yeah, he's, Come on, Ben. No, you're hockey. They're still an aging team, though. If you look at their lineup, it's pretty they good. really are. They have some bad contracts on that team. Yeah, Duchesne and Johansson. Yeah, really. Like, that's supposed to be two really bad contracts. Um, but yeah. I mean, other than that, it's an all right team, I guess. It's it's nothing to write home about, I guess. No. Um, oh, I guess we could segue into 
Kaprizov or Kaprizov got nine million de- nine million dollar deal. Yeah, nine million at five years. This he's, is a good deal. He's going to be a UFA though at the end of it, so he's leaving for sure. That's fine. He'll be thirty. What? Was he now twenty five? He'll be thirty. Yeah. So. Not our, not not the not their problem. Yeah, really. Five um, years out of him. Probably get five years out of him. They better they better freaking get a cup in there, or else they may never get one after that. No, they're Unless, in purgatory because of the whole uh, buyout thing. Yeah. Unless, unless like Marco Rossi turns into a Kuro Kaprizov. Be good too. Um, do we want to move into the Atlantic now? Yeah, sure. I think this one is the biggest question mark at like every position, other than like seven and eight. Well. <laughs> Red Wings seven, Sabres eight. Exactly. There you go. We don't need to talk about that anymore. We all know. Like I, the Red Wings did get a lot better this season. I, I like I, I see people ranking their off. Log- what? Who'd you say eight? Sabres. Sabres. You Dumbo. No, the Senators. I think the Senators could be sneaky. I think they're. they're pesky. They, they could be. They could be one of those teams that's like, like with the Metropolitan fighting. Within within like four or five points for the final four spot, yeah, definitely. But yeah, the Sabers are eight. That's not even a question. Um, and then the Red Wings, I could see them being seven for sure. Like they did get better. Like uh, Steve Eiserman did a hell of a job this off season, but they're not there yet. No, they need their young guys to develop, and they need to bring in some better veterans than whatever they have right now. Yeah. Um, um, the teams are Bruins, Sabres, Red Wings, uh, Panthers, Canadians, Senators, Lightning, and Maple Leafs. So I think off the, if we go from the top, um, <laughs> to me it's between the Lightning and the Leafs for the top spot. Really? I was going to say Lightning anyways. Yeah. I have, um, I have the Bruins on one. Crazy. Bruins. Okay, I, I kind of worry about fan, the Bruins. Calm down. I kind of worry about the Bruins. They don't have Krejci. Well, they don't have Rask. They don't have Krejci. Yeah, but I think Omar um, could come in. Still or have DeBrusque. Yeah, they still have DeBrusque. They, really, they want to get rid of for two years. So now. now Charlie Coyle is is the the second center. He's a good player, but I don't know. Hopefully, he can kind of do what David Krejci did. Um, one then, defenseman, McAvoy. Yeah, and then Bergeron and um, Marchand. Like they're still good, still elite players, but Pasternak. I mean, they're on the the wrong side of thirty now. So yeah, but they're still elite level players. They're they're like Crosby. Like Crosby's in on the wrong side of thirty, and he's still top player in the NHL. Same with like Kane. But I wonder after how many runs the Bruins have had over, well, like over a decade now. Of good, tough playoff runs. I wonder if there comes a time when, like, if this year, maybe it's this year, maybe it's not, maybe it's like next year or the year after, where um, those vets just kind of run out of gas a little bit. They also have Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah, he could like with, with Bergeron. With Bergeron, he literally said at the end of this, he's like, I don't know if I'm. Like, yeah, this, like, this could it. be. This could be it. So. He's either laying it all out there. He's gonna play his same Selkie style, mm-hmm. um, 
But I, I mean, like, I don't see them first. I see them maybe fourth. I still see them as like, a playoff team. I just don't yeah, see them. They're at, just not, at the top not up there. Where they were in the last few years. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh yeah, they. Oh, I I remember I was ripping into someone who said that because I saw that they they signed Derek Forbert on defense. <laughs> I saw someone be like, "Oh, we have the, one of the best defensemen in the NHL." I'm like, you are literally brain dead. You have no idea what hockey even is. You just saw the headline. You're like, "Oh, he's really good." I think like like for goaltending. Sorry, I just want to bring this up. They don't. They have. Uh... Or they to get rid of him. Sorry, they have Olmark. Olmark and Swain. Have, yeah. yeah, that's not. And um, Rask okay, could no. come back in the new yeah, year. He, yeah, he could. Yeah, but he's gonna be hated regardless. He usually is. They hate him. I don't. I don't, they they don't. They don't. Like every time, it's um. Like if he lets a goal in, they're like, oh, man, why? Why is it him? Why is it Tuca? Why aren't we playing this guy? Why aren't we playing this guy? That's because Boston fans are stupid. Like, you guys realize that he won a cup, right? So, he has one more cup than you guys do. He won a cup, and he's got a Vesna. Like, yeah, <laughs> really. Like, you guys what are you going to say to this guy that's actually going to affect him other than... he's? You could argue that Rask is a Hall of Fame goalie. Yes. Definitely. Just needs to retire to do that. I just like I can see why you'd be worried about like David Krejci not being there anymore. Like yes, like Charlie Coyle goes up and now he's number two center, but like they have three decent lines. I'm not saying they're really good lines, but they're decent lines. Like they're not horrible. Like obviously they have Marchand, Bergeron, and Pasternak. That's arguably one of the best Section line. Yeah, yeah. That's arguably one of the best lines in the NHL. And then their second line would probably look like. Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, and then Craig Smith. Yep. Unless they put Nick Foligno at uh, right wing instead of Craig Smith. And then I don't think so. I think he probably play center. Uh, yeah. And then uh, s- third line is DeBrusque, Howla, then Foligno playing right wing. My like, problem not... with those two lines though is like, like especially on that third line, it's like who's gonna score? DeBrusque. <laughs> Because <laughs> he laughs when he says the brass. A pair of, I mean, what do you want? Folino scoring or Howla scoring? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, exactly. So <laughs> it's up to Jake. Speaking of Jake, I guess. Speaking of Jake, Jake Fortanen had a great game in his first ever game in overseas. He was a minus two and had four minutes in penalties. Good job. <laughs> piece of piece Brian of Exactly. Freaking hell. Yeah, but their I honestly think their defense is they their defense definitely got worse. Like, mm-hmm. de- like they have Derek Forward as their top pairing left defenseman. That is not happening. I'm sorry that that's not happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry that's not happening. There's no way that that is happening. Like they have Matt Grizzly. They have Matt Grizzly and Mike Riley. You're telling me those two aren't better than Derek Forward? Mm-hmm. Come on. Also I thought Grizzly played too, with McAvoy. I don't know why they have them on. Yeah, I don't understand that. That's so stupid. But like, in I, my opinion, in my opinion, the Bruins are either fourth or fifth. I don't. I think you're nuts. I think you're being a biased Leafs fan. <laughs> it's fine. Well, let's just I'm go. Not, from I'm, the not top. The Leafs, so like, I'm not putting the Leafs you, first. So, Ben, you're not putting the Leafs first. I was just going to ask if you're. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. The Lightning the are still number one. Yes. Yeah, mm. I, I, I kind of agree. Like, even though they lost the whole third line. 
Yeah, that's that's the team is just so good that yeah. I just don't they didn't lose anybody really good. Super good. Well, uh, yeah, they did. They lost. No, like Gord. talking like elite. Elite Wait, players. Yanni Gord could be a first line center. <laughs> Any other team but the Lightning. Exactly. Well, and like Colorado. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No, I think Lightning are still too strong. You still as long have, as they have as long as they have Vasilevsky. Yeah. Like, I was literally gonna say because he's just too good. And you can have an off night, but if it's the regular season, it doesn't matter. There's 82 games now. It's nothing. He's even got more of a more time to even you know stretch out. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's the Leafs second. Yeah, I would put the Leafs number two as well. And I'm so I'm struggling real hard on the Panthers. You don't really think, hard. You don't think they could at least be fourth? Panthers? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm struggling if I want to put them in third. Oh okay. I was gonna say if you're if you don't. I think, think the Senators. I think the Senators are either fifth. I don't think the Canadians are gonna make it. I'm. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. No. Can we just stop with the Canadians making the playoffs? I don't think. They're yeah. Make the playoffs. So. Yeah, Sabres last. Yep. Red Wings seventh. Panthers for me is third. So I'm going Lightning, Maple Leafs, Panthers, Bruins. I think I would do the same thing. That's just I, I'm just spitballing because I have I can't like I think the Panthers last year when they had just the Lightning and Carolina and everybody in that one they played very well against those teams. I have a feeling that you know Battle of Florida be reignited pretty quick. Yeah, like if Ekblad can keep playing like he did before the injury. Mm. We've got Mackenzie Weger who's good. Um, they just picked up Sam Bennett to, or sorry, Sam Reinhart and Sam Bennett. They paid Sam Sam Bennett way too much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Sam Reinhart, I mean that's a pretty good name for their top line. Yeah. No, they're I think it's a good change for him, so he's gonna Flourish, Florida. Um, and this is not a lot of. Go ahead. So I was just going to say they got Spencer Knight too in that. I think and a Vesna, and a Vesna winner. I think that's their biggest question mark is their goaltending. Like, how is Bobrovsky going to do, and then how is Spencer Knight going to do in his first full NHL season? Oh, and they got Jumbo Joe. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, I forgot they got Joe Thorne. Jesus. Go win a cup in Florida. I mean, wrong team, but okay. Yeah, wrong Florida team. Yeah. That's so, yeah, that's my top four. Um, yeah, the Senators are going to be pushing four, the Bruins. I think the Senators are going to be pushing the Bruins. I might flip the Bruins and the Canadians. I might put the Bruins third and the, or sorry, the Bruins and the Panthers. I might put the Bruins third, Panthers four, but then I have the mm-hmm. Sens fifth. I think, yeah. I mean, they, they looked bad to start the season last year in the Canadian division, but after that, they especially when those young guys picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Stutzla. They look good. Yeah, like apparently Stutzla looks really good in camp from what I've seen. Oh, I bet. Thomas Chabot um, was hurt for the majority of the end of the season, though. Um, yeah, Josh hopefully, they can get, hopefully they can get Brady Kachuk signed um, to start the season because I think he's still unsigned. Again, yeah, most of the, most of the teams that we talk about is all down to goal. Pretty right? much, like Matt Murray has 
هو one where he won the cup year Chris. I mean they beat the Leafs all the time so I'm not I'm just used to it they're always really pesky so fits the name I want to see Eric Brandstrom be good I remember in like the EA NHL games he he like pops off I think in like NHL 20 he becomes like a 95 overall defenseman well but apparently he's not he's not trending that way in reality so <laughs> Nick what's your uh Four. Very unlike you guys, apparently. Yeah, his is uh, Bruins, Sabres, Red Wings, and Canadians in that <laughs> order. Yeah, right. I should have stopped watching hockey if I if those were my <laughs> if that was my top four. No way. Um, I got Bruins one, Lightning two, Maple Leafs three, then Panthers four, and then I have like Canadians and Centers like five and six. But I. But I, I think that's also a coin flip. You can flip flop either of those teams. It just depends. Like if the Canadians can still be good without Weber and Price, and then like the new guys well, they brought in, like Hoffman and um, he's hurt. Who? Hoffman. How long but is he hurt? He failed his physical. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. If he can come back and be somewhat decent, then I mean, whatever. He ain't replacing Philip Deneau though. That's a big loss, I think, for the Canadians for sure. That shut down center. Yeah. Cause like Suzuki, yeah, like he's a decent like he's not an elite level defensive center, but he's not horrible. But he's not gonna be able no. to shut he's not gonna be able to shut down the top line. Like like is he gonna be able to shut down like McDavid, McKinnon? Like, no, he's not. Even though even though nobody nobody can with those two. Yeah. Um yeah, I I just don't see the Lightning being as good as they have been without their depth. Because their depth was the whole thing in the playoffs. Like, their third line was their best line, and they don't have any of those guys anymore. That's what I'm excited to see about, like, if they can manage to... Well, like, who's going to be on their third line? Like, I see some that have, like, Corey, Corey Perry, Gamble <laughs> yeah. Smith, and then, like, Ross Colton. And then, like, their fourth line would look something like Patrick Maroon, Pierre Edward Belmar, and then Matthew Joseph. Like, is that really that good? They didn't have Kucherov all of, I mean, until the playoffs. And that's a name coming back. Who? Hmm. That's a guy who put up, like, what, 118 points, I think, two or three years ago? Yeah. Nope. And it seems yeah. like people kind of forget about him. Like, it seems like he, he's kind of been forgotten about. At least in some of the, at least until the playoffs, I guess last year when he came back. But I don't know. I still th just think that that top six in Tampa Bay is, is still so good. Yeah. Well, there's there's another question mark there too. Like, is Stamkos gonna be healthy all year? Is Kuchar gonna be healthy all year? Is Kalorn gonna be healthy all year? There's, I think, with those three specifically, there's question marks over the, over their health for sure. Yeah. But know. even I just, so, I think Vashilevsky is good enough to win them 60 maybe games. four or five games. That yeah, there were like, there were some games in the playoffs where he let in like six goals or five goals against the Panthers. So I'm not saying it's gonna like the game. I know they end up winning the game. It's like the <laughs> Oilers back in the 80s. Okay, calm down. 
Sorry. Still, Sorry, like, I had to shut down your argument. Like, I'm not saying he's going to get a shutout every game, but I'm also not saying he's going to allow six goals, but... Yeah. I don't know. Ben, you threw me off there, you asshole. <laughs> so, yeah, that's three divisions done. Now on to the last one, the Pacific. I honestly think this one is the easiest. <laughs> yep. Canucks I, first. Uh, um, no. Ducks, no. Flames, Oilers, Kings, Sharks, a Seattle Kraken, oh, Ducks, yeah. and Golden Knights. Just had to say Seattle Kraken. <laughs> yeah, that's, sorry. The, <laughs> the season that we're looking at has every team. Oh, Seattle, by... Seattle Krakens. Yeah, it doesn't have. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I think it's unanimous who wins this one. Unless they implode. Gold Knights. Anaheim yeah. Ducks. Shut yeah. up. They're first already. <laughs> In alphabetical order. Yeah, great job there, dude. They win. Um, so the Golden Knights are first place. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Someone that has common sense. I have common sense. I'm just trying to be an ass. I mean, they lost Flurry, but it's to me they're still just as good as they have been the last. Yeah, like they still friggin' existence, but they they still have Leonard, so like they still have a decent goalie. Like it's not like they have they they have to rely on a backup now who's like horrible. They have a decent goalie now to start. They haven't lost anybody. Flurry. That's it. That's that's literally the only person. Yeah, because they were they were, nice. they were they were freaking exempt from the expansion draft. So stupid. Yeah. Won't just give them even more liberties. Won't you just give them the first overall pick next year? Why don't you? Really excited to hope that Peyton Krebs can uh, start his career this year. A chance. Oh yeah, they, they got rid of Cody Glass, but then they got they got Nolan Patrick. Patrick, yes. Yeah, freaking hell! They basically. Would you say Patrick's better than Cody Glass? At least lately, like right now, oh, Patrick. Yeah. Patrick's way better than Glass right now. Well, Patrick was first overall, wasn't he? Well, he was not overall? first overall. I'm pretty sure he was second. Second. <laughs> second or third? He was definitely not first. Second. Yeah. It was Heisman, I, I think, first, wasn't it? No. Um, he sure? He sure. He's 17. Yeah. Weird H names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, he was second overall in 2017, you knobs. That's what I said. You said he was first. And what then I said he was second. Far apart. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't that far away. <laughs> You're nuts. I mean, Nolan Patrick was ranked number Talk one. about the Canucks so, I mean, already. Technically, you're not wrong. because They bring you on here. In the pre-draft ranking, in the pre-draft rankings, they had Nolan Patrick at number one. Haha. Uh-huh. Well, technically, I was right. So yeah. technically, you're not wrong. Uh. Yes. But yes, you are wrong. Never um, gonna be wrong. Undefeated. In my head. Okay. Well, obviously, we all have the Golden Knights number one, and then after that, it's kind of question marks all over the Talk place. Spoilers. Well, it's question marks all over the place until you get to like sixth, seventh, and eighth. At least I think. Mm-hmm. I in my my top four, I have the Golden Knights, then I have the Oilers, and then I have the Canucks, and then I have the Kings at four. I don't think the Kraken are making the playoffs. I don't think their team's good. 
unless they make some mo- the like trade deadline moves, I don't think their team's really that great. The goaltending is very good. Their goaltending is really good. Their defense is above average, but their four group, like who the hell is scoring goals for that team? Yanni. Eberle Yanni. And- <laughs> yeah, Eberle, Schwartz. Yanni Gord, Schwartz. Yeah, Don Scoy. Oh, yeah, because he's known as a great goal scorer. Uh, kind yeah, of. he's not like a long, he's not like a uh, regular season scorer. Yeah. Really? For a playoff score, like, but like moments. I like I've I've seen I've seen people rank Oilers as low as like four. I'm just like, there's no way they're gonna be four. There's no way it's, like. Okay, sorry. Let's just stick on Seattle here for a sec, because like Mason Appleton could be good. I mean, Yarncrook, uh, True is probably not gonna play very much. Colin Blackwell, um, Donato, which would actually everybody is really high on Donato. A while. Um, I know the Leafs were uh, trying to get him, but I guess he went to Seattle. I think it's yeah. I think it's just Jane Schwartz and really and Gord and maybe and Morgan Geeky that are really gonna try and carry that team. I guess to fifth place. I'm just trying to find like a project a projected like line. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah, they also got Jared McCann, Leaf legend. <laughs> Jesus, but like, like these. Okay, these lines are kind of horrible. Eh, actually, not really. Like the top line, they have Schwartz, Wenberg, and Eberle. That's an okay top pair or top uh, forward group, but like not really that great. And then like Yarn Croak, Marcus Johansson, Mason Appleton, the second line, Jared McCann, Morgan Geeky, Jonas Donskoy, third line, and then Brandon Tanner, Riley Shahan, and Nathan Bastian. Who the hell are you? Like like I said, their defense is 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 pretty good. I wouldn't say it's elite, but I wouldn't say it's horrible. Like they have obviously Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, top pair, Giordano, Giordano Jamie Alexiak, and then Car- Carson Soucy and Hayden Flurry. That's a pretty good top four good starter. Good good starter defense core. Like, yeah, and then I obviously think... Oh yeah, they have Ryan Donato and yeah. Scratch. Yeah, and Colin Blackwell. Yeah, listening to me the whole time. I literally mentioned his name. <laughs> I haven't seen. Oh yeah, and they've only Gord. Well, then what the hell are these lineups? That's because they're injured. That's why. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. I would, well, I was just gonna say, like, I think everybody wrote off Vegas in their first season, but I think Seattle's roster today is better than the opening day Golden Knights roster, like the opening day of their first season roster. So it's hard to like looking at history. It's hard to write them off. Yes, in I'm that way. Off. But no, I right agree. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I see them at maybe I see them in that in the middle. Like I, I have um Vegas one, I have Edmonton two, and then in the middle I've got the Flames, the Kings, and the Kraken. Somewhere I don't I know. Say how, yeah. To me, the Excuse Canucks, me? <laughs> The Canucks defense is very sus. So, <laughs> our top nine is going to carry us the entire year, and Demko. You should probably sign one of your top nine first. You mean our top one? 
Yeah. Our the number only guy one. You sign other than <laughs> your top defenseman. Oh, don't even get me. Uh, don't even get me. Yeah, Hamannick's going to retire too. Yeah, I hope he I, does. I, call, I called that already. Didn't I say I that? I hope he does. I really hope he does because then that gives us $3 million to finally sign these two privileged little shits, okay? <laughs> and who knows if Ekman Larson can bounce back. I kind of okay, hope he okay, does. Okay, okay. Honestly, Tucker I watched... Pullman, meh. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't like him. Holy Levy dead in the corner. Oh, Jack Rathbone's taking a spot. I guarantee it. He's definitely taking Ulevi's spot. He's either going to be a healthy scratch he or he's going to put on waivers. Yeah, and Ulevi died. He oh, died after... Levy died in the corner. <laughs> uh, Connor Garland's puking on the ground. Oliel's oh, just oh. dragging his ass behind in the sprints. <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at this team. I was, watching that, uh, I was watching that, and I'm like, I can't even like be optimistic about this. This is really bad. Like, and he, pick, he puts him third. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I saw so many people being like, oh, these are the guys that they traded for? You have Connor Garland throwing up on the ice, and then OEL's dragging his ass behind like guys that are older than him. <laughs> Maybe Gorilla had like a bad seafood chowder or something like that. Man, oh my god, I thought that was so funny. I wasn't even like pissed off. I was just laughing so hard. I'm just like, really? Our first day of practice, and we have two guys that look like they're gonna die, and then the other one is throwing up on the ice. Like, holy crap. I I'm saw a good so... meme where it was like, you know, the oh, hey mom, can we have whatever? And then it's like, no, we have we have it at home. And it's like hey mom, can we have an Alex Burroughs? And it's like, no, we have a Burroughs at home. And it's that Kyle Burroughs. Who's oh, yeah. He was spelled B-U-R-R-O-U-G-H. Burrow. Burroughs. Yeah, like, a, like a burrow. Like a house. Like, like, an, like an area. Oh, my God. Oh, That's man. too fun. So, yeah, you have them third. Is that what you said you had them? Yeah, I have them three. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah. Been Golden Knights, Oilers, Canucks, and then Kings. It's okay, we only got six preseason games, and then we start the season. It's okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and fucking Jack Rathbone's already shown that he's better than your Levy, that dumbass. Fucking fifth overall, top five pick. My That's ass. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, um, Jesus. No, I got the Canucks, Canucks at probably five or six. I just don't think they've improved enough. I mean, they're good. That offense is good. Um, Patterson and Besser. Um, hopefully, Connor Garland is <laughs> is good. Um, I can't wait I when we beat you in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your goaltending and your defense is more sus than ours. Change my mind. Sign your players. Then you can talk to us. You're talking about signing players. At players. Least, my players are all signed. We have at least we have room to sign players. You have your money matter. all locked what up. Maybe you have players. <laughs> you, have your, you have all your money locked room. up in four players. And two yeah, of them are even signed worth already. it. <laughs> would have signed them already, but no, it's Benning. He's like sleeping all day. He's like, you have to like wake the groundhog up. <laughs> like <laughs> get this guy to do anything. Like, oh, yeah, no, we're working on it. You know, we're still working on it. Like, no, you're not working on it anymore. You're just delaying it. Okay, apparently, from what I've seen in reports, it's Hughes is more focused on term and not money. And then Pedersen's focused on money and not term because Pedersen wants a bridge deal. But Hughes wants a, a long-term deal. deal. I want him to sign, like, a freaking three-year deal at, like, 
eight and a half or nine. And then you freaking sign Hughes to whatever long term deal he wants. Like it's freaking ridiculous. Especially if Hamannick doesn't sign or get or retires or opts out. Use that three million dollars and put it into Hughes for a long term deal, and then sign Patterson to whatever the hell you want for three years. Like it's ridiculous. I think if you sign Patterson to a short contract, you're going to regret that because it, it doesn't he, matter. We're going to lose one of them. I really do think so. Because if he continues to grow, if he continues to project like he is in three years, he's going to be like he's going to be like eleven million, twelve million. Three years he's going to be on the Montreal Canadiens because they're going to offer sheet him for some reason, or freaking like New Jersey or Carolina is going to offer sheet him. Ridiculous. I think they're going to lose Hughes more than they're going to lose. I think whoever signs the shorter term deal, they're going to lose that guy. And if they both sign a short term deal, then they're going to flip a coin and pick one. Depending well, I mean, on what, depending on what their needs are in like three years, because obviously they need to sign Besser next year, and I I'm scared about that too. And then after yeah, that, we, after that, we need to sign Horvat and Miller same year after Besser. So we're screwed then. Um. Yeah, I think my team. So yeah, your team's got all their money and four players. Two of them aren't even worth it. Yeah, but you know, if if they don't make the playoffs, somebody's leaving. So that's all we know. Yeah, it's gonna be Mark. We already know that. At least with ours, we're like, okay, well, somebody's leaving. We're just like, oh, I think we need to sign this guy. We need to sign this guy too, but we haven't signed him yet. We got four games left in our preseason before season starts. (laughs) I honestly don't think they're gonna start the season. I think they're gonna they're gonna get signed like two weeks into the season, and then we're gonna be. You're proving you're proving my points that like it's it's not gonna work. Yeah, but then after we sign them, we're gonna be freaking going. I honestly don't think OEL is going to be as bad as people think he is. Like, yeah, he had that really bad first practice. <laughs> Everybody had a very bad first, his first practice. <laughs> Freaking dragged yeah. his well, ass. Oh, jeez. My, my four. I'm so hard at that. Vegas? Yeah. The Oilers? The Oilers, wow. just for the record, the Oilers' defense and goaltending is suspect. All, I'll yeah, totally I, I didn't say anything. We were not talking about the Oilers just yet. We had to get past the Canucks stuff first. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to do the Flames because I don't know. I feel you... like Johnny could just show up. No. and Because it's his last year. Because they're gonna Finish with the Canucks so that I can talk about the Oilers. Okay, um, yeah, Flames and then Kings. Same as Dylan. Yeah, I think I kind of yeah, I think the Kings are going to be sneaky, just like the Sens. But the Oilers' defense is suspect. I don't know about Duncan Keith, Cody CC. <laughs> I'm hoping Evan Bouchard just blows up and has a really good year. And Mike Smith. So I was is really like, trying not to laugh when you said those. Mike Smith words. is like 64 years old, so hopefully he's still good. It's a combined age of. But that Oilers' offense. Is like that's a top four offense in the NHL. I think I think they're gonna have the number one power play in the NHL. They've had it the last two years, and there's no Ex- reason for it exactly. to get worse. So unless like Tampa's offense or Tampa's power play just like picks up, then I I see Edmonton be number one for power play for sure. So Again, the Oilers, the Oilers will just win all these games eight to six, and then. They're just gonna kick the shit out of like the ducks and the sharks and the flames, and then like they're gonna have close games with like the top tier teams like Vegas and like like Minnesota and Colorado and those teams. I'm really excited to see Zach Hyman too. Like, 
Yeah, that's. I'm super curious to see how well he'll do because, like, I'm assuming he's gonna be top top line with McDavid. I'm guessing. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they've got they've got those two with Puliyarvi, which, um, which I like because McDavid, he's McDavid, and Puliyarvi, like, he's big, but he doesn't really use his size. But he has a really good shot. He's like Vertanen, except he's not a dumbass. So I think if you can just, if McDavid can just do what he does like and then you stick you give Puliyarvi an open shot you stick um Hyman in front of the net um I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if Puliyarvi or Hyman or both are 30 goal guys definitely I, I could definitely see that more so Hyman obviously Hyman always I got think 30 goals. I want to see if Hyman can actually stay healthy though that's a big thing with him well I mean I, if you don't need a guy then yeah well, like, He's pretty healthy other than shut, that. Okay, shut up. Edler's like 40 to 900 years old, okay? Sticks his stinking leg out. He yeah. even said, I think it was either he said it after the game or he said it with an interview with someone that he like stuck his knee out because he's like so old and so lazy that he tried to like do a lazy stop and then he just like stuck his leg out what? to... I'm like, okay, Edler, you're, you need to stop talking. Just shut up. <laughs> Just stop talking. Have fun well, that's, why, sorry, that's why have, Dallas isn't going anywhere. It is because he's on the stars now. No, he's in LA, you dumbo. Yeah. Is he in LA? Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Signed, he signed with LA for like a one year, like three and a half. Oh, he, did, he did the FNF contract then. Yeah. See you later. But anyway, back to the Oilers. I think because like, like we talked about this in like either our last podcast or, or two podcasts ago, like about Hyman's play style and like how it's going to hurt him in his older ages. So like he's either going to have to change his play style or he's going to have to like play with someone that does that for him so he doesn't have to do it. Well, he can still do it. He just needs to not... He just can't lose too, too much. Frequently. He's going to like... He's already like almost 30, so... Uh, to me, my concern would be like his speed, because the issue, like the issue with guys like Lucic or like maybe even Patrick Maroon, Ryan Reeves, yeah, like those big plugs that you put with McDavid. The difference, I think, between Hyman and those guys is that he can keep up. I mean, obviously not at the same speed as McDavid, but like, um. I think no, there's no such speed as McDavid. Like we can't even put a speed towards McDavid. He's just too fast. Like he's past fast. He's just gonna go through the defense and score a goal, and then he's gonna Not look enough. back. He's gonna look back and be like, "You guys need to hurry up. I'm faster than all you guys." It's like, yeah, I already scored, guys. Let's go back to center. Guys, I already scored. You don't have to like skate behind me. Just whenever you see me skate up with the puck, and there's two defenders, just like stay at the blue line, okay? Just let yeah. me do my thing, okay? Flying V. Just yeah, really. <laughs> if flying V, except I'm way ahead of you guys, so it looks really dumb. It looks like a really dumb we all, V. We all know that the flying V was never offside, anyways. So. Exactly. It, it was. It was foolproof. The flying V, like if you think about it, is it probably the worst. Like, <laughs> like all you got to do is just get a stick in there. Then, <laughs> like. Yeah, then, then you're five screwed. Guys, all, all five guys, and it's three on O going or four, four on O going back the other way. That's fine. Yeah, you're screwed. I should have tried it. I never really tried it in like 
when I was a kid. I probably should have tried it. I never tried it. I was I was like how when they do it too, they don't actually skate. They just kind of like they just glide. They just glide because they can't. Well, because all the actors can't skate, so we already knew that. That's so true. They're like, oh, okay, make sure you pass it up to the lead guy because if you're not, you're gonna put him offside. They literally all can't skate. Half the things that they do in those movies is illegal, and you can't do. Yeah, like freaking. Make sure that he's not offside. Shooting, shooting a penalty shot without your helmet on, like you're an idiot. That's never gonna happen. Legal. That's why Miracle is the best hockey movie because. They didn't get actors and teach them to play hockey. They got hockey players and taught them how to act. True. Right. So, so you got these guys who actually know how to play hockey. Hey, yo, you got to put Youngblood up there, too. Yeah. That's easily my favorite movie of all time. I just love that movie. I mean, the best part about Mighty Ducks was is that it was so unrealistic that I just enjoyed it. And obviously, it's a kid movie. It's a movie. It, you're saying so, it was so bad, it was good. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of movies like that. There's so many That's movies like that. True. Whenever I played hockey, I always wanted my cage to be able to, like, you know how they would always, like, s- slide when... them up and then they would just sit there with it open, like, perfectly. Yeah, I could never do that. It would never work like that. My hinge was too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I want a stiffer hinge. <laughs> I want it to be all rusty. So I'm looking at the, the cap friendly projected Oilers lineups and. Definitely, your top, the top uh, two forward lines are really damn good. Like they have Hyman, McDavid, and Puyarvi at one, and they have Nugent Hopkins, Drysaitel, and then Yamamoto second line. That's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And then like third line, they got Warren Fogle, Derek Ryan, and then Zach Cassian. Like that's oh goodness me, that's a dusty line right there. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. And then fourth line, they have Devin Shore, Kyle Turris, and Josh Archibald. If Josh, Josh Archibald, Josh Archibald plays. probably won't be there. Yeah, probably <laughs> Why not. is that, Dylan? Tell me why. Yeah, yeah, Dylan, why is that? We want you to enlighten us. Uh, he refuses to get the vaccine. <laughs> so then it'll either be... It'll either be... Oh, then it'll be Seth Griffith and playing. No, it might Seth be uh, Griffith. Kyle Turris. Oh, wow. The guy that you no, literally Kyle? told me, he's not going to be on the team. I- no, Kyle Turris playing center. I'm saying who's gonna play right wing? Kyle Turris. Kyle Turris. <laughs> then who's gonna play center? Who's playing center? Ryan Kyle McLeod. Turris. Who the? F- oh, Ryan McLeod. Okay. Kyle Turris. Kyle Turris. Who's the fourth line? Dylan, I remember on I think it was episode two or three. He's like, yeah, Kyle Turris isn't coming back. He's gone. I'm like, okay. He's actually looked pretty good in training camp. He <laughs> yeah, of course camp. he looks good. No, he's like in way better shape. He well, I mean, it's easier when you have, you know, unvaccinated guys that just walk around like they... Okay, the I don't want to get into the whole political vaccination to, thing. Yeah, we, we already... We already right, well, have, then let's do it. We, we have too much controversy already. Grow up. Josh Archibald. Grow up. Grow up. Don't you tell me to vaccine. grow up when you're like five foot nothing, okay? Why don't you call me? <laughs> what, is that? what does height have to do with getting the vaccine? <laughs> you're telling me to grow up? You grow up. Wear some four-inch high heels there, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so Josh free. Archibald, fourth-line guy getting paid. Like, I don't even know what he's getting paid. One and a half. One point, okay, 1.5. It's his decision. Uh, we are fortunate to live in a society where we have the freedom to choose <laughs> if we want this medical... 
procedure done. <laughs> Unfortunately, he chose not to. I love that wording. Medical procedure. It's a perfect procedure. way to describe this, <laughs> the whole situation. Continue, though. I, I keep wanting to hear it. Like, oh, God. That's, that's fine. That's his decision. Um, the Oilers and the NHL being private corporations have rules, and one of them is you be... Well, you don't have to be vaccinated. You can be unvaccinated, but um, if you're not vaccinated, then you basically have to... You're treated like it was last year. Um, you can't leave the hotel room. You can't really do anything. So, number one, that kind of isolates you from the team. So, it's like, what's the what's the point? And then, two, it's like... I don't know. I Everybody has their their opinions. own decisions and their own opinions but to me it seems like okay if you want to if you want to die on this hill and sacrifice 1.5 million dollars by all means go for it like you're a fourth line guy we can we can replace you um like personally <laughs> personally i got vaccinated as soon as i could because then i could get back to normal i could get back to playing hockey i could get back to going to hockey games and um, even just going society, even even just going eating out at dinner. yeah, going to a restaurant, going to yeah, the movies, like doing whatever. Like, so I've like I've gone out to eat I think three times now, and I've had to show my my vaccine thing every single time. Passport. Yeah, the the passport. Yeah, yeah, which is very so, you know. I don't even want to get started on the passport stuff, but it's it's I know it's a whole thing, and everybody's got their their own opinion, but. um I don't know. And it's especially frustrating, I think, with Josh Archibald because the Oilers are in Canada and like a majority of their games take place in the States. So Ken Holland was in a press conference last week and he was asked um, about the vaccination because a lot of teams were coming out and saying like, yep, we're 100% vaxxed. We're all good. And uh, so with the Oilers, it was Duncan Keith who was, I guess, late to get the vaccine so he still i think i still i don't know if he's at camp yet like he's still quarantining i think, I think yeah so. So, and then josh archibald and he said basically because he would have to follow the restrictions from before um he would miss close to half the season because he'd have to quarantine every time they return to canada <laughs> so to me if i if i'm ken holland and oilers management i'm See ya. Like, have fun in Bakersfield, or um, I don't. I don't think they can like terminate the contract. But like, no, you'd have to clear waivers and yeah, yeah. put on you put on unconditional waivers for. I mean, maybe an American team takes a chance on that because then, like, um, Tyler Bertuzzi said he's not vaccinated, but he would only miss I think nine games. And same with uh, same with Blackwood and New Jersey. Yeah. So. I mean, it also so started one... with Zach Ronaldo. It did. Oh yeah. Yeah. It all started with Zach Ronaldo. I don't like why was at... does it start with this guy? Talk about like one of the most irrelevant players in the NHL. The, that's the most perfect way to describe who Zach Ronaldo is now. <laughs> but not before, like before he was, you know, Zach Ronaldo, he chase you around the ice and. Yeah, when he was with, when he was like actually relevant with the Flyers, maybe Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. Uh, so I just read a thing about Duncan Keith. It says he won't he won't uh, be at training camp till this Friday, but he will be at camp. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. Um, personal personal opinions. I mean, all three of us, I believe, are vaccinated fully. Yes. So, you know, because we want to actually do things. And it's ironic it, that the people who want to get back to normal and hate this whole system are the ones refusing to do the easiest thing to get back to normal. But so yep. it's it's so funny. Like I'm gonna when I'm done with this, we're gonna jump back into hockey. But in my personal life, I've had three close friends be like, "I'm not getting the vaccine. They're not gonna make me do it." And then as soon as we went out to a restaurant and they couldn't come in with us, so they had to leave, like, the next day, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go get it now. I'm like, no shit, you dumbass. But anyway, yeah, back to hockey. It's, but. it's almost like they, they don't know what they're going to lose until, until they, they lose almost it. lose. Exactly. And we'll go from there because it's just going to be really funny when, you know, Josh Archibald is just sitting in a – Hotel by himself, you know. Like food, it would be, it would be interesting. It would be interesting if the player to be unvaxxed on the Oilers, because for a while it was like, "There's no player," or "There's a player on the Oilers who's unvaxxed. Who is it?" And everybody right away kind of knew it was Josh Archibald because he's infamous for posting, um, I guess, controversial stuff on Twitter. Um. So That's everybody right. was kind of like, I think it's him. And then at a later interview, it was basically like, yeah, it's Josh Archibald. Uh, but the last thing on it that I was going to mention that I thought was interesting, Chris Johnson mentioned it on his new podcast. And that was that the NHL, the last last season, they applied for basically a special exemption from the government of Canada for non-vaccinated people um, to be able to travel. So I think that I'm assuming that was for like the playoffs because they didn't travel outside of Canada during the season. And so this, this special thing or whatever allowed them to travel, like the Canadians to travel in and out of the States. And then when they came back, they didn't have to do the two week quarantine. They just had to negatively test. Um, but this year the NHL didn't even bother with that. Mm. And so that was kind of a way of being like, no, not the vaccine. Yeah. Even one of the most controversial people in the NHL, like Robin Leonard, I'm fairly certain is fully vaccinated. Yeah. He, that he was is, sorry, that was one thing I was gonna was, mention. Yeah. It was like what if what if the player on the Oilers to be unvaxxed was like Connor McDavid? I wonder how uh, that'd be a, I wonder if then a, there would be some like special exemption. Oh, 110%. Or whatever. 110%. It has to be because he is one of the faces of the NHL, yet they don't promote McDavid as such. Yeah. If it's Matthews. I don't know. Yeah. And you got to be worried. But I think a guy like, like if we use Josh Archibald, like the fourth, like it, other than Tyler Bertuzzi, well, I guess Mackenzie Blackwood because he's a goalie, but it's like these fourth line guys. It's like by doing this, you're going to isolate yourself from the team. Already are isolated like, enough. Yeah, so like is the team really gonna wanna like like they're gonna look at you as like oh this guy like cheat. Yeah, go like this guy's the You're the reason. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, like you're not in the like you're gonna miss out on the inside jokes. And the, well could you like, could you could you imagine Can you imagine if like say like the devils are like fighting for a playoff spot 
And then, like, they have, like, a Canadian road trip where they play, like, three or four games against Canadian teams, and Blackwood doesn't go, and they lose all four games because of their goaltending. Can you imagine how much of, like... I'm really excited to, like, to wait for that, because that's going to happen now. That would... Can you... I kind of hope that happens, to be honest. We're going to keep a special eye on that, for sure. But, But, like, could you imagine the amount of, like backlash that he would get from not just fans but from his teammates as well like that, that would... just means he can't like you know how he was going to be mentioned possibly in some somebody's um olympic team like i don't think he wasn't mentioned in ours but um people have him in our olympic team like he can't go to the olympics now he can't even get out of canada <laughs> he can't go to canada I told no you. he's going to the olympics i told you that I told you, I was texting you that today, Ben. I said, oh, well, Blackwood, he's not even going to be able to go to the Olympics now, let alone play in Canada. Right. I think he was, he was like the, either the third or fourth goalie. Yeah, for he was between him or Bennington, something like that. Yeah. And I, that's a toss. Well, yeah, that right shuts now. it down right there, so. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm really, I really struggle with uh, really having other people's opinions um, I, I respect other people's opinions, but when it's something that has to do with your health and you, know, you can't necessarily and, complain anymore. And other people's health too. Yeah, you can't you can't complain anymore. This is your choice. You live with your choice, and you know if you want to lose money because majority of these are money related with Archibald and. Blackwood and everybody else, like, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Because that's your choice, and it's okay. Well, it doesn't affect me personally, so. <laughs> At this moment. Yeah. I struggle really hard with other people's opinions like that, where I don't want to try and convince them because it's almost a waste of my time. It, I mean, there's not really yeah. what else you guys want to talk about with hockey, uh, the awards or future awards. Yeah, we could talk Let's about see. the awards. The other thing, I guess, that I just have here is um, there's the Ooh. whole, it's not related to the season preview, the Andrea Deniskin issue in the uh, um, Ukrainian Hockey League. But we could say well, that the UHL. I was like, the UHL is like, I thought it ended. Not not the Ukrainian hockey league. I thought it was the other UHL. <laughs> <laughs> the Trashers. Well, we yeah, should talk about that. Trash. We didn't talk about that. We should definitely talk about that too. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, yeah, there's a guy, Andre Deniskin. Um, guy in this Ukrainian league who, oh. um, in a game. Idiot. I don't really know much about the context of the game. Um, I think, I think I read somewhere like they were going at it basically like the entire game, and then like this guy, whatever his name is, like did something. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I don't care what his name is. He doesn't deserve to have his name said on here. Um, right. yeah, whatever. He like him and the the, the guy that like whatever you want to call him, like the, I guess the victim, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, him, they were like going at it in front of the net, and then like there was a huge scrum between everyone. And then afterward, he like made the gesture, and then he got kicked out of the game. Like the ref was right there. I don't know how he thought he was gonna get away with that. 
yeah the victim like for context the victim was a black guy um whoa and... whoa 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 we gotta be politically correct here african and canadian yeah is he canadian uh, the, uh, i don't know the, the uh, aggressor i guess uh, um at the during the scrum basically made a gesture pretending to peel a banana and, and whatnot um so he was basically thrown out of the game like right away um <laughs> just a complete i feel like every episode we bonehead, have like bonehead a complete yeah, stupid yeah. decision and it's like yeah. here it is again like <laughs> it will never end it's it's a never-ending thing stupid people are gonna be stupid and that's never gonna change um, the victim's name is Jalen Smurik. Uh, he's taken an indefinite leave of absence until Deniskin is suspended or kicked from the UHL. He should be kicked. Even I uh, saw so the IIHF is like reviewing it. I guess so. Even if the if the UHL, I don't know. I guess if they if their punishment isn't harsh enough, the IIHF could step in and be like, they better. Yeah, because like we've now come to a point as a society where anything that's like on purpose, that's like racist or sexist, it's kind of like okay, we're gonna deal with you in like the harshest way possible, and like that's just that's just it. We're not gonna do anything else. So like I would assume if like the if whatever league it is, the Ukrainian hockey league, if they don't like suspend him or like obviously they're going to suspend him but like if they don't like kick him out of the league then i think the ihf will step in and say uh no you are kicked out of the league and you're never playing here again because like that that's ridiculous like how are like how are we still doing this it's as like in like society i don't understand it especially especially, sorry, sorry go ahead especially being in a in like like i know like the ukrainian league isn't like some big league but you're still in a league like that's a quote-unquote professional league uh, televised and has fans there like how do you think you could get away with that number one and number two how could you be so stupid to like do that well, on, on the ice social media by the way exactly like, freaking like everything ridiculous. is seen at every point of the in the world now that like you exactly. can see anything like when i when i think of like this sort of incident i go back to like like with like uh football like not american football but like soccer and like the footy um like the premier league as an example they do the stand up for racism thing and they all you know kneel before the game starts and yeah it's a symbol but it doesn't necessarily mean that people would still not be homophobic racist excuse me um or transphobic or any of these other sayings. Um, and now they're not necessarily doing it anymore because it's not stopping them because people are still assholes. So, and I understand it's a point, but again, you can't change stupidity. And maybe just kind no, of. Gotta... The easiest way to get rid of it is to just remove it completely from the game. Yes, so... exactly. <laughs> Which is like very hard gonna... to do. You're not going to get rid of these people. They're always going to... Unfortunately, these types of people are always going to exist. But the best thing you can do, I think, is just... (laughs) I guess... Yeah, you want to say say move on, but you can't even necessarily move on 
for like the the victim or the right. So it's feel for them personally, but you can't you know understand how they're feeling or or how they will be feeling, right? So it's it's tough. Again, I've never really yeah. dealt with something like that. So the the no. one like. I guess bigger scale thing that I can think of when it comes to this because like this obviously happened in a league where it's not as like predominant, um, yeah, predominant or yeah, whatever as like NHL, NBA, or uh, MLB, NFL. The one thing that I remember was when Yuli Gurriel kind of did something similar to you, Darvish, like a couple mm. couple years ago, like when he like moved his eyelids and like made he his, slanted his eyes. Yeah, he slanted his eyes in the dugout. And I'm like, like. Yeah, you're in the dugout, but there's cameras everywhere in the dugout. Was in the playoffs? I think so. I think it was in the World Series. Oh my! Here, let me just look this up because I remember. Yeah. I remember that for sure happening in the playoffs. Oh, it's so when. bad. This is. But yeah, Dylan, you're so right. With every week, it's another thing. And like oh, you yeah, understand his majority of the stuff that we're. Like, this was the thing that pissed. This oh, that's that's a whole other story. This pissed me off so much. So yeah, it did happen in the World Series. It, I think it happened. Where does it say? It happened in Game Four. Yeah, happening in Game Four. He wasn't suspended until after the World Series. I would have suspended him for the World Series. Like if you, you know, get, it's, you know, it's the MLB, right? And they don't. If you get, anybody, I, they only suspend, I, suspend the I, manager. They only suspend people if they like catch them doing drugs. Hey, they suspended Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Yeah, well, Trevor Bowers, that's a whole other yeah. <laughs> dumpster fire. We, we can fire. go on about all these things. We can create another whole podcast about baseball. We could do a whole baseball podcast. We could talk about the Blue Jays all day. Uh, I'd love to talk um, about the Blue Jays all day sometimes. Oh, don't. Oh, this week's going to be stressful for me. Um, mm. But yeah, he was suspended for the racist gesture, but not until next season. Like the season after that, the World Series where it happened. I'm like, okay, but like you should have suspended him for the world series like you do it in the world series you spend him for the world series like i don't understand why like in the like in the nhl they suspended mark shifley in the playoffs as well as after the playoffs if if like they lost those three games which ended up losing those three games so he suspended for the first game of the regular season but they suspended him for the playoffs they didn't say oh no 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 no, it's playoffs we're gonna we're gonna add your suspension on to next season no 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 they've spent him for the playoffs and same with Kadri. they spent him eight games playoffs or not like it was playoffs and then regular season yeah like it's ridiculous like i i remember i was so angry when it came out that he didn't get suspended for um when he got we didn't get suspended for like the world series and he was like oh he's gonna be suspended but after the season i'm like you gotta be kidding me this is why baseball is so stupid well i mean he was on the infamous houston team anyways and apparently, oh yeah, I forgot about that too. He also like said a racist term in his native language. He said like Chinito, which translates to little Chinese boy, while doing like the ice isolate thing. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That happened when? Uh, 2018? I don't even know anything about this. I, I don't remember this at all. How do you not remember this? This was like the biggest thing. This was the biggest thing besides the Astros. Because maybe there's just like a million things going on that's, you know, equally as bad. Right? You know what I mean? Like, 
there's been this like all that stuff happens so frequently and i don't understand and like apparently because like obviously i think that series went to like six or seven games i can't remember off the top of my head but guriel faced darvish again and he like did like the most half-assed apology ever i think he like tipped his cap or something or he like gave him like a wave and was like hey sorry like no you don't just tip your cap to something like that. You tip your cap to like something way less severe Peter. than that. Like it's ridiculous. Like, you, oh, I'm just gonna tip my cap and I'm gonna continue to be a dickhead. No, you, you know, that pissed me off so much. I was so angry after that. The guy in this um, situation that we were talking about um, in Ukraine, he apologized. Um, I think on Instagram <sighs> or Twitter, but he. The gist of his apology was like, I'm sorry that I did something that could be interpreted as racist. Well, it, and to me, that's like, well, then, well, I don't know. Well, is it, it or not? Like, it is. <laughs> you directed it. Is. It is. And so, like, a, like so yeah. stupid. Like, people aren't dumb. It's not like he did it to well, a, uh, like, a Caucasian guy. He did it to an African-American guy. Like, every, like, Jesus Christ. I love how people think they're so smart, but they're really not. Or they think... Really like, good at tiptoeing around. Yeah, like, they're around. not. They're so stupid. Like, 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 that apology, to me, it, it doesn't sound like, I'm sorry I offended s- you. It's like, I'm sorry if you got offended. Yeah, it's not like... <laughs> That's exactly yeah. how it is. He's, he's, he's putting it on the other person. He's not... Yeah. He's not he's not the victim. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. He's like, hey, maybe if you didn't do that earlier in the game, I wouldn't have to do this to you. Exactly. Like, oh, maybe if you didn't cross check me in the back, which is part <laughs> which is definitely part of hockey. Everyone does that every game. Then yes. I wouldn't have done that. Like, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. I okay. I just gotta I just gotta th- just I gotta talk about the Canucks one more time. Talking about <laughs> third. I just gotta I got an update from one of the Canucks reporters that says Hughes and Pedersen deals are coming down to term now. Would be shocked if they aren't done soon. They are moving along nicely. I mm, call that's what they said about Eichel. Remember? Oh yeah. I call big old BS on that just because like I think they're gonna wait until Hamannick figures out his situation before they sign. It's Pedersen Friday is the opt out day. Yeah. I think they're either going to hear something about Hamannick on Thursday. I'm pretty sure they're going to hear something on Thursday. I don't think Hamannick's going to leave until Friday. And then, because like if he retires, they have $3 million to sign these guys. Like They have an extra $3 million to sign them for this season and next season because he's on a two-year deal. So I'm just like, don't sign them now. Wait until you know or you don't know if you have money or not. Like, come on. You need to know if you have the money or not before you sign these two. Because then that changes the whole thing. Like They could sign one of them to a long-term deal or not. Like, I don't know. Anyway. You guys want Just to talk a... about uh, that Netflix documentary quickly? Yeah, sure. What the... Uh, untold, untold Crime and Penalties. Oh, yeah, the the, the team run by the mob. <laughs> by a kid. I know this is probably one of the best <laughs> documentaries about hockey I've ever watched. No, the, the one about the Enforcers is my favorite. No, but the... this one's like... This one's not even necessarily about the hockey part. It's just about it's, it's, everything. It's the best but part is that everything is like going on around it, and nobody cares. Pretty much. And AJ Galanti seems like a really nice guy. You know, he's put in probably the craziest position as a 17-year-old to run a hockey team. Um, his team was full of goons. 
but they were good. Oh, well, he, but they were good. <laughs> yeah, they were good. That's what gets, that was gets a, overshadowed. That's is the that surprising They went thing. like 44 and like 17 in like both seasons. Yeah, that's because they just knocked out every one of the best players on hey, the team. If it works, it works. It works. It's 2004, man. I'm just saying. This is like the highlights of like like getting Mike Rupp and Nasty Morasty and um, who else did they have? Uh, the Nigerian Nightmare. What? Oh, yeah, that guy was unbelievable. <laughs> and that uh, oh, I forget the name of the. They had that one guy oh, who broke his leg. Brad, Wing, Brad, Brad Wingfield. Yeah, he had like um, three hundred something penalty minutes in like forty games. Yes. <laughs> I, I would recommend listening to Spit and Chicklets uh, episode where they have AJ and uh, Brad Wingfield on just to hear some more stories about those years, those two years. Um, yeah, what a good documentary that the uh, equipment manager. Yeah, that guy's a psychopath. <laughs> Do you think? The things, the things he did to throw off the other team is so great. What do you think is going to be like the next? Because like obviously the Maple Leafs have their whatever oh, you so want excited. to call I'm it. I'm so excited to watch us lose again for weeks. Um, I, uh, what do you what do you guys think is going to be the next like NHL mini series or documentary? Yeah, the 24 seven or 60 minutes kind of thing. I've wanted this for like basically since the first 24 seven, where it was like, whoa, hockey like uncensored and like in the room. I would love HBO to get some NHL rights, broadcast the games, no commentary, but stick mics on every single player and like all oh, on man, the benches, around be the rink, amazing. and just watch the game and just listen to the players chirp each other. And <laughs> like, you get some Chelios, well, you old fuck skate. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, so that the context God. of that video is. Uh, mic'd up UHL, which also takes place during those years with the Danbury Trashers, is hands down one of my favorite. That's I think it's the same league. That's the funniest mic'd up ever. And Darian Hatcher's on the team, and Chelios, <laughs> and oh, we're going to have a good time tonight, Willie. You'll be able to go on for. Yeah, it, it, the, the video falls around this guy named Ralph on the Rockford Ice Hogs, and it's just... You hit the tiny one, bed? One of the best 14-minute videos I've ever watched in my life. You hit the <laughs> tiny bed or what? Oh, yeah. Costa Rica. Rica. Oh, wait. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that video is so freaking hilarious. And then there's, an, there's another part where it's these two ladies singing the national anthem, and he's like, oh, nice hat, ladies. And they're like these big, huge parades. <laughs> and... Like the for some reason the ice is like red. It's red. I was just gonna say the funniest part is honestly the <laughs> ice being red. Like why is the ice red? Like he's like on. we didn't have pregame shows until these guys got. Here. What the hell is this? <laughs> when oh, did we get a mascot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? Oh, fantastic stuff. So, yeah, so, my uh, I would love. I guess instead of a mini series, I would love to just have uns. Mike does. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love to hear some of chirps. That's what every fan wants, though, right? They all want to hear what the players are saying. 
Because, like, you know, they do, like, the, the mic'd up stuff, and they're like, oh, like, I'm mic'd up. Like, do you hear me? And they're, like, speaking into it. And... Or, like, yeah, and then, what if the players had, like, GoPros on and stuff? Like, like the refs do now? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, like, to just see what they see from their point of view, like, especially defensemen. That'd be so cool. There's so many clips that we could tell you guys about. Like, there's one with Brendan Gallagher, and the ref tells him to go F himself. Yeah. And he's like, you want me to go out myself? And he's like, screaming back at him. Like, well, then, like, you one get... One of the craziest clips. Well, then like, you... Is that... Oh. You get some of those ones where, like, the refs have the mic, and they actually, like, you can hear what they say. Like, that ref that got fired, like, last year, because he said something like, oh, yeah. I really wanted to give Nashville a penalty or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode. I think we talked about it in the first episode. Yeah, because that was... Hel- that was uh, oh, I thought that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, the best is the Matt Martin of, one. Yeah. Oh. You, uh, oh, what's his name? Miller. Miller. Right. Drew yeah. Miller. Drew Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the minors longer than me. Go dye your hair. <laughs> right going, I, I always think of the, the Jake Getzel one. Where the guy's like, hey, Getzel. He's like, you're on the fucking bench. Like, <laughs> That guy needs to just shut up. I love Travis, Travis Konechny is the biggest savage, though. When it's like, yeah, Konechny when he's talking about Malkin's earmuffs. Take those earmuffs off, you freaking nerd. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember who this was. Someone was talking about uh, Placanet's turtleneck. I don't remember who it was. Well, it's probably me, but. No, no, no. no there was the Flyers. Yeah. Oh, really? I think it was the Flyers. Some guy in the Flyers. It was like, like it was probably like Zach Ronaldo or something like that. He's like, yeah. oh, nice turtleneck, you freaking nerd or you weasel or something like that. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay. It could have been Giroud because Giroud has some good ones. I was just going to say, Giroux. oh, his yeah, pigeon. pigeon, pigeon one, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, it's too, uh, Nico ranting him. Oh, Kessler, you, tiny, pe- you have the smallest legs in the NHL, man. <laughs> oh. Hey, Kessler, did you drink a Pepsi before the game? <laughs> no, you didn't? Oh, okay. Like, what, is, like, I, what, is, yeah, what does that even I think mean? That'd be a great idea. I don't, That's I don't hilarious. Or, uh, oh, God. I have one last one. But I can't remember who it is. I can't remember the context. I think it's... Uh, it's Patrick Hornquist, and he's like yelling at the. He's like, "Oh, how many rings you got, buddy?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." And he's like screaming at him across <laughs> the. Place. I, lo- like, I yeah. loved it. I loved it in that same Winter Classic game when it was Flyers versus Penguins, and Connecticut's just yelling at Patrick Johnson going off the ice. He's like, "Yeah, that a boy Johnson. Oh, we we'll oh. eat out, bud." Because he got like absolutely, he got hit really hard behind the net. He's like, "Yeah, that a boy Johnson. Stay on the freaking ice." No, Connect is one of my favorites to listen to. I think it's the whole Connect Flyers me. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love like yeah. If you guys want to watch, I recommend that documentary as well. Um, it's good. Just I mean, then you get to watch hockey fights because you know everybody loves hockey fights. That's all. There's they some did. straight up beatings in that. Yeah. Documentary. Oh yeah, absolute There was there was the other one. I remember Giroux and some guy in the Stars were taking a face off, and then like I think it was who was it? It was some old guy in the on the on the Stars. 
they're about to take a face-off, and then the guy, the Dallas star player is trying to chirp him, and then Drew's like, you know I'm fifth in the league in face-offs, right? So I'm probably going to win this draw. And they end up winning the draw. I'm like, dude, you are literally too cool oh, for this for this oh, league. Oh, you are too cool. I think it was like Steve Ott or something like that. Some, some Yeah, Steve Ott. Steve. Yeah. Steve, yeah, Steve Ott was like trying to chirp him, and then Drew's like, who the hell are you? I'm fifth in the league in face-offs. Like, you're a good player, but I'm probably going to win this face-off. And then Steve was just like, he's just like, okay. Okay, and then he won the face off. I was like, "Yeah, screw <laughs> you, Steve. You're yeah, literally screw you, Steve. You suck." Yeah, you still want to do awards, or do you guys want to wrap her up here? I mean, I'm pretty sure we can just bang through the awards. Some of them are pretty clear cut. Yeah, unless someone's got some controversy. Well, I mean, Taylor Hall could just show up again. Shut up. There's three Same. guys on that team that are better than him. Charlie Coyle. Jake DeBrusk. <laughs> no, actually, Derek Forbert's better than him. So yeah, we'll start with uh, the heart, obviously. Well, we just say Connor McDavid and move on. <laughs> no, actually, it's, his, it's his to lose. I think Patrice yeah, Bergeron's Bergeron actually going to win the heart, okay? That's okay. The heart trophy is. Most valuable player. Yes. It can sometimes be team. like that surprise player who like Taylor Hall, right? When he Elias Patterson. <laughs> what? He's... Who do you think? Who's the only Canucks fan here? He's he's not winning it. I'm sorry. Sorry, Canucks Maybe fan. the media gives it to Matthews if he puts up like sixty this year or something. Yeah, like 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 a hundred points, sixty goals for you says something like that. You could do it. Yeah. Like if Matthews pops off. Like, yeah. then I could see them giving it to him. Yeah, he's definitely. I think he's gonna win the rocket again. Yeah, for sure. Hope yeah, so. Unless... I think he's the rocket too. I think this is his year. Like, he hasn't had full, full seasons season. the last couple of years. If he could stay he healthy this, this year, yeah. If he's healthy all year, I could see him going fifty-five, sixty goals. I don't think. I don't think he'll get sixty, but I definitely think he'll get to like fifty for sure. Like, if what, 40? Yeah, 40 last year, did he? Yeah. Shy 40? Yeah. 49? 40 um, in 50, 50 something games. Yeah, 40. 40 yeah. Like, that's crazy. So. He was on pace for 60. Yeah. This is crazy. He but he was, he, but he was goals. playing. Wow. He was playing in a weak division, though. I definitely think that helped, especially. There, but okay. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not saying that we weren't bad last year. We were horrible last year. Obviously, we were seventh in the division with the Senators in the same goddamn division. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show how bad we were. Yeah, so... Yeah. David's McDavid, heart trophy to lose. scores 60 or 55 or whatever he scores. I saw someone say that Ovechkin could win the Rocket. I'm like, he's not even he could. Win. He could. He he's, could. Not gonna score. he's not going to score more than Matthews, though. No way. Well, Matthews contributes. He, he at least can skate around the, the ice now. Ovechkin's kind of just a power play. He's give he's, me twenty five goals a season. Sit in the top of the left circle and just bang one timers in the net. Yeah, I want to watch him break Gretzky's record. So anything <laughs> for if he can still put up forty, just because sitting on top of the circle, then yeah, that's I'm, good I'm enough happy for me. That. Um. 
What do we have Norris. Norris? Kale McCarr? No, I don't. Yes. Uh... yes. Possibly. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy? No. Uh, I I don't want to pick McCarr just because it's the easiest pick. But I I don't see anybody else really being that. He doesn't good. want to pick McCarr, but he'll pick McDavid because he obviously is the best player. You but cannot I mean, not pick McDavid for the heart. No, I know that, but I'm picks, saying if it's so easy he, to pick McCarr. The only way that McDavid doesn't win the heart is if the Oilers just implode and aren't good or he gets injured. That's it. Well, like Adam Fox won last year because he had like the best 30 games in a stretch. Yeah, when the freaking Rangers won, so, had like two nine-goal games, and Zibanejad had give, a If you give McCarr an entire season, which he's never had, yeah, that's he true. Could be the best defenseman. Not saying that, but I'm fine. I, I will, think you know, just uh, shut down either. But Dougie Hamilton could be in the conversation too. True. So he can carry the Devils a bit. Yeah. See this? This is this is where I said I said the same thing, or one of you said this said in the previous podcast. I still think that they need to change the award and make it offensive defenseman and defensive defenseman awards, just like in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Because they because like everyone gets so butthurt about like oh, but Adam Pellick is the best defenseman because he actually plays defense. I'm like, yeah, okay, but he doesn't put up points, so he's obviously not going to be put up for the Norris. Yeah, but like, I just I really do think that they that the NHL needs to have a defensive like because the Fords already have one they have the Selkie for mm-hmm. defense and then they have like whatever whatever the equivalent is to the offense like whatever you want to call it the heart or the what 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 do you do they even have an offensive award or no the Art Ross yeah the Art Ross there you go um even yeah. Quinn Hughes if he stays no. healthy and no. <laughs> Nope. Somebody to play with. Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Luke Shen. That's who his best bet is right now. Nice. Well, I mean, like when they played together, I think two times Stanley Cup winner Luke Shen. I think they played together as like a pairing in like 2017 or 18, and they were actually pretty good together. But Luke Shen was also a lot younger back then, and I don't think he can keep up with Hughes and keep up as like a number one pair. D-man. Still faster than Edler ever was. No shit. A lot of people are faster than Edler ever was. All of Ekman Larson is faster than Edler was. If Ekman Larson's faster than Edler, then that just goes to show how slow Edler is. Um, I think you just guys want to replace him with another Swede and then just hold on to him forever. Apparently. That's what you guys do. To be honest, I really don't think anyone else other than McCarr is like the clear cut Norris winner. Unless you want to throw in like Dougie Hamilton or Fox in there, maybe McAvoy, but I just don't. Those see... seem like three really good options. Like, yeah, I I just don't see McCarr not winning it. Same thing with McDavid winning the heart. Um, Calder. I don't even know. Caulfield. Trevor Zegras. Yeah, there's a few names in there. Drysdale. I honestly don't think Caulfield's going to have that good a season. I, I could see him getting sent down at one point in the season. I know the preseason doesn't matter, but I watched him on a 3-on-0 against Elise, and he missed the net. <laughs> Quentin Byfield, I think, is a good name. Yeah, Byfield. He's been kind of... 
I think he's been Enjoy. in the AHL the last what year or two. Yeah. Year. Yeah. He got hurt though. He didn't. And, he didn't. He didn't make last year's team until like the I end think, of the season. I think he's he. I think he could take the second line center spot if you put Deneau on the third line in LA. Tar on the first line, and he's kind of sandwiched between those two guys. Hmm. Um, the big guy too. Yeah, I bet he could score a lot of tipping goals. Like a Joe Pavelski. Also, he's like really skilled. I mean, we only really saw them saw him in the World Juniors for a bit, and then. Kind of got Ooh. shut down. There's another down one. There's another one that I forgot about. What was like Spencer Knight? Yeah, like if he steals that starting job. Well, can like, can Nedeljkovic also be? Um, uh, no, that was last year. There's somebody else that can be put back into the Calder um, conversation. I can't remember who exactly it is, but I thought it was Nedeljkovic. No, no. Oh, maybe actually, I'm looking at power rankings just because I don't remember who's all still. Because I thought he only played like 20 games, or was like less well, than 20 games. He, yeah, it has an Adelkovich here at 12, and it says even though he finished in third place in the Calder voting last season with the Hurricanes, he is still technically Calder eligible for the season. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, but I not can't on see the, them like not on the him if that was the case. Well, no, but like if he ends up carrying Detroit somewhere. Uh, I still think they would like, yeah, and then I don't know. Unless the rookie class is just total trash. Like if well, he was still in Carolina, it'd be different. But if he was in Carolina, he would be up like in top three. But he's because yeah. he's in Detroit, they're not doing anything. But yeah, uh, maybe like Maurice Sider, but I don't really see him being that great on Detroit either. Not right now. They've they've. If Vasily put Colson at five, you guys are nuts. You guys are nuts. He's not going to be that great. He's not going to have Hoaglander type season. No way. Hoaglander or Hoaglander still uh, eligible or no? No, he played too many games last year. I think he almost played whole season. I think he may have missed a couple games. That's actually a good question. I actually don't know if he's still eligible. Um, I I highly doubt it. I'm just going to double check that. Since Flurry won it last year, he's not winning this year. I know um, that. Unless, unless, like, let me finish. Unless Chicago <laughs> is like number two in the division, it's all because of him. Then he could maybe win again. Okay. Asilevsky. Yeah. <laughs> or Hellebuck. Or Var- I could see Varlama being sneaky in uh, Islanders. Or Grubauer. No, not Grubauer. No. Spencer Knight. I think Grubauer kind of rode a good Colorado team to a to a uh, Vezda nomination. I think you could put any above average goalie there, and they'll do. They would put up numbers just as good as uh, as Grubie put up. Well, the reason the reason why I think Grubauer isn't going to be in contention is because they're he's going to split games with Drieger. Like they're going to go like fifty fifty, I think. So he's not going to play enough games to be like up for it. Trigger is also a very good goalie. Very, very good goalie. I think it's the same as the uh, the heart and the rocket. Where at this point, before any games are played, it's um, it's one it's guy. Vashilevsky's to lose. Exactly. And there's a bunch of goalies waiting. Yeah. There's a That's bunch of goalies that are like one level below Vasilevsky. 
they're elite, but he's he's like he's a superstar. He's Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's like a franchise goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember watching him in World Juniors? Like sixteen. He was like twenty. Yeah, it was like twenty seventeen. He was nuts. At sixteen. 16 and we're like every year he came back we're like no please don't come back we want to win gold <laughs> no yeah now he turned into a two-time stanley cup champion that's no winner he's listed at like six three but to me well, he's, like, no he's he's picture, but that picture between him and carrie price is <laughs> like on hockey so db he's at six three but to me he's like i see him as like no. six seven no way he's six five. I or no way six three. I call BS on that. I'm looking at what the score says because the score is always right. Like if I was coming down on NHL.com too has him at six foot three. If I was is coming that, down on Vasilevsky. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't know where to shoot. Is that on skates though, or is that real height? I think that's regular height. Uh, I don't. I don't believe that. But even then, everybody's on skates, so. Or- like a foot taller. What the fuck is Tampa? There they are. Yeah. Um, we could do the coaches, but the coaches are, you have to kind of wait for that. Yeah. Six. Silky. Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, fucking. No, I think. Yeah, I honestly think Barkov. Probably because he's going to retire and he'll be like, oh yeah, I got my last one. I think Barkov's going to go back to back. The fact that the Lady Bing trophy is called most gentle manly player is the funniest thing <laughs> I think I've ever read. I've ever read. Way to go. Wouldn't have to take any penalties, you, you dumbass. Pussy. <laughs> Jesus. Get in the corners. Cross check someone. Get in the corners. Cross check somebody in the back. Just, just make me feel better. Who is your uh, like super early Stanley Cup pick? Who wins over who? Toronto Maple Leaf. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, Make another documentary on them losing. I told you, this is the year that they should have done a documentary, not last year. <laughs> um, if the NHL, you mentioned the documentary thing, and I mentioned HBO, but it would be cool if the NHL made like one of those F1 style Netflix shows. Yeah, that would be so cool. Very easy to do that. They could definitely do that. Easily, but NHL is stupid. Not MLB stupid. That's a very good way to put the NHL. Like, they're not MLB (laughs) stupid, but they are stupid. Well, we've had the same GM, or like, well, the same Gary Bettman forever. Commissioner? Yeah. There you go. I'm just waiting for the next waiting for the next lockout. Waiting for the next lockout. It's gonna happen within the next five years, I can guarantee it. In the next three. Probably. Wouldn't be surprised. Right. I think it runs out in like twenty twenty three. No, they just signed a new one. No. Yeah, I was gonna say no, they just signed a new one. See. It is Gary Batman. It's booed every time. Every commissioner, gets, every, every, every commissioner time. gets booed. Every not like Gary Bettman, though. Not like Gary yeah, Bettman. yeah. You, you Roger Goodell. Just get, Roger like he gets Goodell younger. Gets booed more than anybody. Gary Bettman gets younger whenever when he gets booed. Roger Goodell gets booed. He's got the Benjamin Button disease. He gets younger. Benjamin. Speaking of Benjamin, Benjamin. 
Roger Goodell gets booed more than any other commissioner in the league and any other league. He is an idiot, but I'm saying Gary Bettman does not get booed more than him because Roger Goodell is literally the dumbest commissioner in the whole entirety of sports. I have Gary Bettman's lack of eye contact. He's a, they're all stupid. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? So he's he's a, he's so yeah, he's good a, at avoiding eye contact. I've never seen anybody do it. <laughs> like he's a little like twitchy. <laughs> good game, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about my my Stanley Cup picks. The oh, so um, the the new bargaining agreement it it runs through twenty twenty five twenty twenty six. So it'll be at least five years before we see a lockout, maybe. Um, Stay on the cup. Did I pick Vegas last year? I picked Vegas. I thought you picked Colorado. I was like, no, I had Vegas. Um, oh, that didn't age well. Well, <laughs> none, none of our predictions. Who thought well, the Montreal Canadiens would freaking show up? <laughs> well, well, do that. Our, our Western quote unquote predictions were all pretty bad, but East wasn't yeah, we were bad. We were East in the East, I picked Tampa to go to the Cup final and win. So I mean, I wasn't too off, but like we, I, I didn't think we predict- don't pick Carolina. I, I think you guys did. I think you picked Carolina to beat Tampa in the first. round. I was high on Carolina. I thought they were going to do really well. Um. You know, so I think I'm going to pick. I think I'm going to pick Colorado this year. Um. Even though they're going to lose in like the second round again, like I said earlier with Nazem Kadri, if he, you know, <laughs> is a grown up, and they signed Landeskog again, so he's back, so he's going to be really excited. Um, I think this is McKinnon's year. We so say that every year, though. No, but I, I'm, I, I feel it. I it. <laughs> yeah, you feel it. You feel it inside. I have a feeling. Yep. So, are you, uh, are you hooked happy. on that feeling? I got a feeling. <laughs> tonight's gone. Good night. Dylan, what's yours? Uh, I'm gonna go with Colorado too, just because I don't. Wow. <laughs> I don't think there's any teams in the West that are. That's what we say every year, and then they lose in the second round. Yeah, they lose. <laughs> I don't know. I think their goaltending is better this year. Kale McCarr is a year older, um, wiser. They know how to lose now, I guess. You know, if that's a thing, like they've you lost. sure we're talking about Colorado. We're not talking Take about notes that. from the Maple Leafs. <laughs> no, just, are we sure, are you sure we're not talking about the Leafs? Uh, Colorado's won rounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have two. You know, back when the Leaf was not what it looked like, it was more square and more square and weirdly shaped. I'm going to take Hello? Colorado over the Islanders. Not bad. Yeah. That's good. Oh, I should have picked an East team. Yeah, you idiot. Pick, pick, pick. pick your East. Pick your East team. Okay. Um. Pick. I'll also pick the Islanders. Like I can't. I really want to pick the Lightning, but I don't know how it's going to be yet. I have to wait. You. Okay. Seriously, they could win three. You're nuts. You win three. No, I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm saying. You've, have you them. seen this league? Yes, I have. Over the past many years. 20 years? 
maybe not 20, maybe like the last 10 or 15 since I've been like, it's actually stupid how many repeats there are. So you think they can't repeat again? No, I don't think they could if everything goes in their favor. Yes. Look at Patrick Maroon. They still got four, they four got, in a row, baby. They got Corey Perry. Four. Finally, we'll get a cup. No, he has a cup. Well, he, he has, has a cup. cup. Yeah, I was going to Go, say. Continue. Just just say your team. It's was the like, Canucks and the Leafs. <laughs> I am not. Did you say the Leafs? You're taking the, the Bruins and the Canucks. <laughs> taking the Bruins and the Canucks. Oh, my God. If it was the Bruins and the Canucks, I would. 2011 really, Stanley Cup. You have, you have no idea how into every single game I would be if it was that if that was a cup final. Krejci would come back for that. Krejci would definitely come back. Nathan Horton would come back for that series. Are you would me? Come back. Milan Lucic yeah. would Tim pull Thomas his would... neck out out of a shell and then come back. <laughs> Freaking we'd we'd bring back like um oh who's the oh, guy that knocked out so. who's who's the guy that knocked out uh Nathan Horton? Uh, defenseman. No, <laughs> no, he's a defenseman. Oh, oh Aaron, Aaron Rome. Bring back Aaron. Rome. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Yeah, exactly. You don't know your Canucks, but I do. Why would I even know that name ever? <laughs> because that was the biggest controversy of that. Um, How do you that whole spell his last name? Like Rome, like R O M E. R O M E. There you mm-hmm. go. Welcome to spelling one hundred and one. <laughs> of the random person that's played at least I'm, I'm pretty years. sure it was Aaron Rome I think the right hit yeah it's definitely Aaron that Rome. could be do you want to play the game of who's real and who's not the who's a real NHL player and <laughs> who's a made up I mean, name I just traded Aaron Rome ice hockey defenseman Valerie Nachushkin real <laughs> um, he's, the, he's the skills coach for the Brandon Wheat Kings by the way they must not. They must have not had any better options. Holy! Take your elbow and put it in the guy's face. <laughs> Literally. Take your. Wait, two hundred twenty-six games in the NHL. That is unbelievable. I've never even heard of this guy. Well, clearly you didn't watch any of the twenty eleven Cup. Clearly, playoffs. I didn't care about this. Yeah, you didn't give a shit. Because <laughs> yeah, he was a minus two. Yeah, he sucked. He was like, I think our he played third one game player. in the in the playoffs. In 2011, oh, Ben's worry was, you know, Mikhail Grabowski. Is... <laughs> it was the Kuhlman Grabowski um, era, right? I couldn't even tell you who was else on the team. Like, I can't. Like, Nick Antropov, I think, was still on the team. <laughs> I'm talking about for the Maple Leafs. Was Ponikarovsky still on the team? I think. Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm gonna look up the Leaf roster. When did Phil Kessel get to? Toronto. 2010? Like 10? No, I think, yeah. oh, fair enough. I believe. It was on New Year's Day, I think, wasn't it? Or was that Phaneuf? I think that was Phaneuf. Yeah, that was Dalvin Phaneuf. Roster. What? Um, it's a time where I did not care about the Leafs as much. It was terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, top ones. J.S. Shiger. Oh. Mikhail Grabowski, Francois Beauchemin, Tim Brent. Who? Yeah, no, hey, Tim Brent. So I think he's Tim no Brent Aaron Rome. <laughs> yeah. Cole Knorr, Christopher Stieg, hey, uh, Cody Franzen, Lupul, Shen, Gustafson. We had Matt Lombardi. The team is garbage. Oh, <laughs> absolute garbage. 
flaming hot pile of garbage. That sounds Big like a saber right now. Scriven, Bill Kessel. Ben Scrivens, cool. holy crap. Coolman, Tyler Bozak, Reimer, Carl Gunnarsson. Back the list goes on. Back when Reimer was just getting started. Oh, boy. That was when we had Randy Carlisle. Oh, my God. Good one, Randy. Good one, Randy. Oh, about the toaster. Keith Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Kraft. Mike Commissary. <laughs> Wow, David Steckel. That's the guy that killed uh Crosby. Crosby. <laughs> David wow. Steckel. So yeah, I think we should end Jay Rosehill. I think that's where we should end. Well, I didn't talk at all about the Leafs in this one. We didn't Are hear you... Nick's pick. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, hurry up. Even, even though mine's the most generic one, other than you two. Donkeys Tampa think the uh, no Tampa and Colorado. Um, I just don't see anyone unless like they have a bunch of injuries. I don't see Tampa really losing because I think I think Boston's gonna get exposed in the playoffs with their with their goaltending and their lack of depth at forward. And plus, I think Tampa's gonna do something at like the trade deadline, or they're gonna they're gonna get someone. That's gonna be like their third line, like their like their Yanni Gord or their Barkley Goudreau or their uh, uh, Blake Coleman, like that type player, and they're gonna put them on the third line, or they're gonna move someone from their second line down to their third line to to give that guy a spot. And um, <clears throat> I just think Vasilevsky and their defense is just gonna be super solid throughout the regular season and the playoffs, and then their top two is just gonna be their top two before lines are gonna be dominant. Um, and then Colorado, like, yeah, we joke all the time that we say that it's going to be Colorado every single year, and then they don't even make it to the freaking conference final. Um, <clears throat> but I just think this year is arguably the easiest year that they're going to have in this, in like the playoffs. Like, yeah, they're going to probably have to play Vegas in the, in the, in the, um, in the conference final before making the play before making the cup final, but I think they can easily beat them. They have better scores. They have uh, arguably better. Ah, uh, do they have a better defense? Yeah. Oh, Petra Angelo is always pretty good. Yeah, Shea Theodore is still pretty good. Colorado's got McCarr, Devontae's, Gerard, Samuel Gerard. Who did they? Who did they lose to New Jersey? Oh, Ryan Graves. Graves. You mentioned this. Yeah, I just kind of, I just had a, I couldn't remember for a, little, for a second there, but yeah, I think the a pretty long episode. <laughs> eh, yeah, sort of. But anyway, it needs to be. We got a lot to talk about. Plus, we got to talk about the Canucks for at least half an hour, okay? Oh, at least. Not again. You have you've barely talked oh, about the Leafs. Talk- I know. I'm trying to be quiet about it this time. I don't <laughs> have anything to say about them. <laughs> you you just kind of want to see how it goes this season and then talk about it. I have to. Like, I got 82 games to wait to see if they may even make it to the playoffs. And if they make it to the yeah. playoffs, then I got seven games max. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, I, I just think I think Kemper is going to thrive in Colorado because he actually has a defensive core that isn't below average like he had in Arizona for the longest time. Yeah, just need and, to stay healthy. 
Exactly. You just need to stay healthy. If 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 Colorado's goaltending can stay healthy and they don't have to rely on like their third string goalie or their backup goalie for the majority of the season, then I think they're gonna be dominant. I think Dell and I both agree that I don't really remember you saying anything about it, Ben, but I th- we both think that they can easily get 125 points and win over 50 games and just blow by everyone in their division and in the conference. Like, I think Vegas could get, like, 105, maybe 110 points, but I, I don't think I can see Vegas getting 120, 125. I don't think so. It's um, be an interesting season. This will definitely be interesting. There are definitely some teams that could surprise make playoffs and also do hope no I'm wrong in all my picks. I hope I'm wrong in every single pick. Well, you hope the Maple Leafs are one? No, I just want to see what, what happens. Like, I hope that none of my picks really come true. I hope that the Canucks can shut you two up and thinking the goddamn Flames are making the playoffs. You guys are nuts for thinking the Flames are going to make the playoffs. Just like to spark... Uh, Unless, like, the Kings it. don't, like, live up to the hype that everyone's putting on them and, like, they're their young guys don't step up and their older guys don't like carry the load a bit and their goaltending is kind of, kind of shaky. Then maybe I could see that, but I, I just don't see LA dropping down below fourth. I think they could easily get third if like Vancouver or Seattle or Calgary just all aren't that great or the Kings are just that good. But yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be like the most generic cup final. What everyone will probably pick, Colorado yeah. and and the and the Lightning. Unless unless everyone's picking the Islanders, apparently, which apparently I don't know about. Oh. So but yeah, took, the, but took, yeah, they took uh, Tampa to a game seven last year. So. Yeah, and they lost. What was the score of that game? Wasn't that one nothing? One nothing. Yeah, same as the final game in the in the cup playoffs. They were able to shut down every single team like that. Yep. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. I think the season will be very, very interesting. I hope so. Hopefully, at least make really the so. first round. Oh, fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed. Let's just go watch the documentary now. And... <laughs> it doesn't come out October 1st. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun watch. I'm just excited to watch Dubas lose his shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll do it for this one. Um, please follow us and visit our Facebook page at Dead Puck Podcasts. Um, you can listen to this anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, hopefully, we will try and do one before the season starts. Hopefully. Um, if not, gonna be a hell of a one i'm excited all right um i'm ben this is dylan and nick and uh we'll see you guys later